I'll send you the live call-in notes. And then, bam, we're live. And then I'm, uh, uh, Greg, uh, I'll send you the live call-in notes. Hey, dude, are the people where you were deployed scrambling right now? I don't know. Uh, it's a couple of rotations after I was there, but I imagine they're very busy. They are very busy because yeah, of probably. because of what's happening. They're, yeah, the the and proximity it, it, is close. They're on. They, they have like some sort of. They're on some sort of alert. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, um, there are a lot of uh, resources that can be utilized there. So I think that they're probably either on alert or they're, I know that I've seen some videos some places where they're taking supplies to them already. They're like dropping off the big cargo planes worth of weapons and stuff to the Israeli uh, military. You, you've seen evidence of that already. Oh yeah. I mean, on, on also they're, they're moving a lot of the naval boats or ships or whatever you want to call them into that area too. So, Hey, um, when I hear that they moved an aircraft carrier and it's supporting ships that have over 5,000 troops on them combined with, and it's the largest aircraft carrier uh, in the world. Is that fair to say that we we've deployed 5,000 troops to the scene? It, um, what what is it oh because they're out there in the water we, we're not saying they're deployed it gives you kind of like some wiggle room with your vernacular yeah well and i think those when, is david weed a jew that would know. be amazing that'd be hilarious god that would be amazing go on i don't well the thing is if you're i think from a naval standpoint if you're on a boat you're deployed so wherever you go is part of that deployment, I guess. So uh -huh. I think technically you could say that, but they're, they were deployed to an, a, to an area of responsibility, not necessarily deployed to Israel. You know what I mean? Like different carrier groups have different areas of responsibility throughout the world. So this carrier group just so happens to have responsibility within like the Mediterranean and Adrian and um, kind of like the middle East, Eastern Europe. If we sent if we sent five thousand Marines, let's say to the Lebanon, uh, okay, oh, here let me. I won't even use a hypothetical. There's UN troops on the ground there. Okay, the UN the UN has troops in uh, you know in that region, peacekeeping troops. I think specifically at the Lebanese um, Israeli border, those troops are have been de deployed to that region. Right? Is that okay. the right vernacular? Is that yeah? So. Brandon Lecoq is saying they're deployed. So those troops are deployed. Okay, so so at least you could say they're deployed to the Mediterranean and to a closer proximity. And, and and I've heard that though that boat has weapons, um, basically guns with bullets that are so fucking gigantic that they weigh like they're the size of a Volkswagen bug and it can shoot them from so like 15 miles away, like over the horizon line. Like you yeah. won't even see you won't even see the boat shoot it. Right. Yeah, you, they they can do that for sure. They, they could they don't even have to be like they don't even have to see the target they just have to know on a G, on a map like gps coordinates kind of thing where to where to throw it another thing i keep hearing is is that the palestinians are stuck so when i was in college my dad came and saw me i was, I was like you know fucking running around town naked 
And he's like, hey, dude, what the fuck's going on with you? He, he drove like five hours south. I'm like, D I don't know. I'm just having fun. I'm partying. And, 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 I, and, and I, one of the things I said to him is I go, I said, I wish I, there was something in my life that I was so passionate about, like Jesus was, that I'm willing to die for it. That's what I said to my dad. I use Jesus as the example. And my dad said to me, what about having something you're so passionate about in your life that you're willing to live for? And that kind of changed the trajectory of my whole life when he said that. Now yeah. my dad's in Armenia and he's like, basically, I talked to him on the phone the other day and he's like, listen, I'm fucking going to, I'm not coming home. I'm going to stay here and fight off these fucking Azerbaijanis if I have to. Really? I go, hey, dude, do you remember what you, you have fucking three grandkids here, six grandkids, three of my sisters, three of mine. Remember what you told me in college? Like, you got some shit to live for over here. What do you mean you're going to die over there? And I'm thinking, so I said to myself, I was thinking, hey, if I'm Palestinian, I'm, I'm out. Uh, my country is basically, it's, it's a, just a, it's, it's a, it's a um, hiding ground. It's a breeding ground for these Hamas fighters. Iran is using us. Everyone's using us. This piece of land is not even really a country. It's just a staging ground for war. So if I'm, if I'm Palestinian, I'm like, fuck it. I'm taking my kids. I'm leaving. And, um, oh, okay. Yeah. So zoom in there for a second. Show me some shit. Tell me what's good. Show me some stuff. Um, that body of water right there. Okay, go ahead. This one right here. No, 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 oh. no. It, the, by the Jordan and but go ahead. Oh, okay, the so Dead where's sea the, and all that? So where's what's the the Gaza Strip's? So the Gaza Strip is completely surrounded by Israel. Correct. Okay, so those people can't get in and out of their land. Right. Who gave them that land? Um, what's to I'm, the south of them there? What what borders to the south of them there where it says Highway 40? This uh, is that part of Egypt, I think. I think that's part of Egypt. This right So here. does the Gaza Strip border with Egypt? Can they leave out through Egypt? Yes, it does. They could. So so one of the things I heard is is that Palestinians are fucked because they're they're stuck in there and they can't travel in and out of Palestine without um uh without the approval of Israel. And yet then I googled it and it said 100,000 of the 2 million people there work in Israel and commute back and forth every day, which would be one in 20 people, which wow. means that there's massive commuting going on. Yeah, that's pretty significant. Uh, I know this is going to sound like just such a dick move, but if I'm Israel, I take that land back. I go house by house and I push all those people out of there once and for all. You can't have those people there if there's going to be fighting there. Can't have a neighbor inside your country that's trying to fuck with you. I guess that's the same thing that's going on in Armenia. Oh, there it is down there. That's a great map. Okay. So all that fighting has been going on there? In the Gaza Strip? Yeah. Yeah. What a mess. That's pretty gnarly. I'm out. I'm out. I'm, I'm sorry. I know it's easy for me to say, but I'm out. Hey, dude, there's people fleeing California um, because... Um, they don't want to be around people who chop off little boys' penises. And I'm telling you, California is better than the Gaza Strip. Absolutely. If Jesus yeah. could redo his story, he'd do that shit over here. Yeah, I think this is a pretty good example of like actual hatred. Like so much <clears throat> hatred that you're willing to invade another country and kill everybody, anybody. What a mess. It's pretty dramatic. There was um there was uh 
a whole thing. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, oh. I guess I'll show this when Greg's on. I got I got some pictures of the aircraft carrier. There was a whole there was a lady I saw um Oh, this. This Israeli history. Oh, look at 167. Pull up 167. Check out 167. This was interesting. This is kind of long, but I don't care. Fuck it. Let's do it. Oh, Heidi says, no, Savon, that's the point. Jesus goes to the most undesired location and safe. Well, he should have gone to Antarctica. Shit is fucked up over there. Okay, listen to, listen to these guys. Now, these guys these guys look like Jews, so maybe their shit's a little biased. But But let's hear. The fundamental narrative about Israel essentially is that as a compensation for the Holocaust, the Jews were given a piece of someone else's land in the Middle East where they've settled. And now there is a battle over that piece of land because of that original sin, if you like, which is uh, a viewpoint that, frankly, uh, up until I started listening to some of your your talks, was unshakable in my really understanding yeah absolutely because i don't know i honestly don't yeah, know yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. the default narrative yeah yeah so is in what way is that not the case melanie every single thing that you just said is untrue mm-hmm. oh, most of your conversations <laughs> <laughs> that'll make him happy yeah. um, obviously it's a big subject but um the idea that um the jews had no connection to the land of Israel until um, a guilt-ridden West uh, took them out as a remnant of the Holocaust and stuck them into someone else's country, is uh, the opposite of the truth. So what is the truth? The Jews are the only people for whom the land of Israel was ever their national kingdom, hundreds and hundreds of years before Islam was even invented and before the Arabs invaded. Um, the Jews uh, were the original nation, the original nation upon which America and Britain, in a kind of mystical fashion in Britain, modeled themselves. Why do I say that? They were a nation because they were a people uh, in a particular area of land which they governed according to laws they made and which they defended. Now, um, they were... Uh, a nation for several hundred years under various kings. Um, and then uh, they were uh, basically kicked out and then they returned, then they kicked out again. Um, and then the, that land of Israel was occupied by vast numbers of different civilizations. Um, the Romans, uh, uh, the Assyrians, um, uh, uh, the uh, Arabs, uh, various various sorts of Muslims, um, Christians, Crusaders, um, and for a long period, the Ottoman Turks, who were Muslim but not Arab. Mm. Um, and then we get to the turn of the last century. And there grew up in Britain, as a result of, mainly as a result of evangelical Christianity, a movement to return the Jews to their ancestral homeland. Um, And these people were called Christian Zionists. And the kind of apogee of Christian Zionism in political terms was the Balfour Declaration in 1917. It was a cabinet which was dominated by Christian Zionists. And they believed that it was um, uh, their duty to help the Jews return, to restore. Um, Greg, what's up, dude? Buddy, how are you? Good. So those guys have been there forever. 
Definitely. What the Jews? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't. Go ahead. What do you think they they were, were in Brooklyn? Yeah, exactly. That's what kind of dipshit I am. I I believe the narrative that the guy started it with that that was just like the United States and Britain's way of like, all right, we got these Jews. What are we going to do with them? We're going to give them this little piece of land here. Take it. And it, and it fucked other people. But then when you go back and you just, just scratch the surface just a little bit, you're like, Hey, that was always their home. My Southern Baptist family prays for the Jews. Anytime there's a conflict because the old Testament says that they were the chosen people. These are the people of Abraham. And, uh, that's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a fact. Hey, if you're Palestinian, do you leave at this point? You're like, hey, I was thinking, like, if you're Palestinian, are you like, holy fuck, the Iranians have taken our homeland and turned it into a staging ground for war. It's time to pack up and, and get to California. I got to go to the of United the, States. Of the 2 point something million, there are 285,000 have left in the past five years. Okay, so 10% of the population has already left. Yeah, and, and the Hamas leadership is, is vile. It's crazy. Yeah. It's absolutely vile. This is this striking a deal with them makes as much sense as if they had set up a deal with this with the Uvalde shooter instead of killing his ass, gave him four classrooms and, and 20 students. Right. Right. That's an interesting uh, comparison. For me, right? for me it's, it's about that simple. Hey, yeah, they can come to California. I, all the Palestinians I know are great people. They're like Armenians. They just want to fucking put their head down and work. All the ones I know. Here, we got we got we got a handful of them in uh, Santa Cruz that are amazing. Run liquor stores and 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 a lot of the beach markets. They're great people. I've not met a, a culture or race that that uh, I find objectionable. I don't know what that would look like, really. Right. Mm. I don't. I well. I can think of some cultures that I that I, I I don't like ghetto culture. I don't like that culture I see like in Oakland. I don't I don't like fentanyl culture. I know that's a little different than a little bit of a stretch. Yeah, you know, pick your pick your stereotype for what's wrong. Yeah. In 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 the black community. Yeah. And what you have to do is ignore the black uh, doctors, lawyers, dentists, accountants, clerks, school right. teachers, principals, cops. Firemen, uh, construction company uh, owners. I mean, there's a there's a it, 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 look, along look, that look, on CNN on CNN. If you don't speak Ebonics and if you're not aggrieved, um, you're not a black person, right? There's Joe Biden. Joe Biden has the fucking the gall to say that if you don't support him, you're not black, right? And so there's an entire there's an entire cast of characters brilliant amazing men that you never you never get to hear them speak not on mainstream media and, and you know what else is interesting too like i'm not really fond of a, a jew or armenian la culture like armenians outside of la are some of the greatest people i know armenians in la are like i'm like geez what happened to you so some of it like like it's geographic same with jews all the jews i know outside of la are awesome and pleasant so at some point i'm just like well fuck it's not jews or armenians it's fucking los angeles culture 
I've met too many Jews and Armenians in LA that I have just hold in my highest regard. All right. But I do the same thing with the, with the Mormons too. Like I've got a long mm. list of Mormons that I just love to death. Right. And people can hate on them all they want. It's not, it's, it's not consistent with what I've seen. Hey dude, is that aircraft carrier they deployed to the Mediterranean? Um, I, I guess, uh, um, I guess, um, Caleb was helping clarify for me a little bit that it's not that the, we we're trying to figure out if it's really been deployed to the Mediterranean. I was trying to understand the vernacular. And, and if I understood Caleb, right, he's like, well, that is their turf, right? So if something goes down, they go, that's the aircraft carrier that goes over there. Anyway, I was trying to figure out like, can we say that we've deployed 5,000 men to that area now? And also are there seals and Delta force on that boat? Like, is that a really bad sign for anyone? Oh, all bad guys over there. You know, who steps in next and with what? Uh-huh. Um, what what do we do when Iran uh, launches a, a thousand effective missiles on Israel? What what happens then? That's and, the uh, boat. Jesus Christ! Just one of them. And my thought is that uh, Israel needs to declare war on uh, not just Hamas but on uh, uh, Iran. I on Iran. Someone asked me what I do. I said, were I Bibi Netanyahu? Now, let's just look. No one's ever going to put me in charge of a country, right? So don't don't worry. Don't get your panties in a bunch. I know um, I know, 183 people who would vote for you. And, and, I, and I am hawkish by, by my very nature. But I told Jimmy and Emily in a text that were I Bibi Netanyahu, I would destroy Iran's capacity to produce oil and eliminate their Navy and Air Force and encourage their army to mount a coup or be next. Oh, oh, oh. So just I've, do some I've, of the periphery work and then let there be a, a, a cause of a, a civil war there. I'd take them out of the oil business permanently mm -hmm. and I would get rid of the, or at least until, until there was an opportunity to rebuild that, that we <clears> sanctioned. And I would, uh, I would get rid of their Navy and their Air Force. And I understand that if you, if you sink a Navy and cripple an Air Force, that the, the uh, uh, who's ever in charge of the ground forces finds that extremely illuminating and let, let the army take it to the moons. But oh, you know oh. what? The Iranians deserve a better leadership. The Persians are a, a wonderful, proud and amazing people. And they desperately, it, it, this is, this is a perfect opportunity. We could solve this nuclear problem too, at the same time, tell the, tell the general in the army that, Hey, you're going to be the guy. We're going to have a military leadership. We're going to dismantle your nuclear program and we're going to help you back into the oil business again. And you're going to be a wealthy, proud people and you'll have elections in two years. I think we tried that. And then what they, the election thing. Yeah, we tried to. I think we, we attempted to make it a democratic nation probably in the 80s or the 70s. And it just the the tribal. That's what happened. Factions yep, that's just, what happened to raise the Pahlavi to the Shah. Right. Who, uh, he wanted to, to develop a petrochemical industry and, and so he could develop a full functional economy before the oil was gone. And right. they had some growing pains, but this was also the period of, you know, there was Jean Kirkpatrick's dictatorships and double standards. And she says they go from a totalitarian to an authoritarian to a democratic regime historically takes five to 800 years. And then if you force the process on authoritarians, you end up with totalitarians. Are we better off without Saddam Hussein? No. No.
Would you agree? I mean, right, right. It, it, no, I don't think so either. It's hey, a, it's the Hydra thing. As soon as you cut off one head, another tribal leader is going to come out and they're going to try to do the same thing. Now you got a thousand people and from a thousand Palestinians who got together and said, yeah, let's fuck up Israel. Like, it's just one thing after another. It's the same ideology, essentially. Yeah, I would treat I would treat Hamas as as a, a, agents of Iran. And I would punish Iran and I would slaughter every every card carrying member of Hamas, all of them. All of them, hunt them down and kill them. Much like um, I would a school shooter. These are school shooters. Yeah, it's a school shooter culture. Wow. Greg, um, uh, yesterday I ran into our friend who, um, uh, six foot five, uh, wealthy Nigerian. Yes. Um, he has a daughter who has a full ride scholarship to Columbia. Another daughter has a full ride to Stanford. He's a Nigerian immigrant blacker than the bottom of my screen there. Great dude. Very good friend of uh, both mine and Greg. I I hung out with him at the coffee shop yesterday and he said, Hey dude, don't be fucking fooled. This is just, this is just another, um, money laundering operation there's there's no uh the, 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 this is all planned at, at at some level do you agree with what's that what's going on in israel yeah that it's basically just another on the big level it's just moving money around again uh, so just buying buying weapons buying weapons selling weapons just moving money around i mean we just released I- 6 billion dollars to <laughs> iran in assets we just unfroze 6 billion dollars in assets to them Right, and I'm pretty sure they're the ones supplying a lot of this stuff to, uh, to the Palestinians, and the rockets to Hezbollah in the north. Oh, look at this! Speaking of fucking wackadoodles, Jay Wade, any thoughts on Andy Stump and Craig Patterson podcast? Look forward each week to listening to both of your insights. Great, get your your booster. I can't believe Craig Patterson's still alive. It'd be fun to it'd be fun to talk to Andy. You can recount some some good times, you know. Andy, like when I like when I I hired a real pilot and he sabotaged the airplane. You were there for that. I was there for that. Or when he used my credit card and bought a uh, whatever. (laughs) Um. Dildo, we captured Saddam and bin Laden after they were hiding in holes. We realized there will always be someone else to take down. It will never end. Tom Satterley, a Mogadishu uh, veteran. Yeah, what you do is that what's the line? He's a son of a bitch, but he's our son of a bitch. Right. You know, and and you decapitate the new guys like, you know what? I'm going to do the same thing except fuck with them. I know how I got here, right? The last guy. The last guy got, got sideways with the U.S. and they cut his head off, and now I'm the new guy. I don't think I want to be sideways with the U.S. I'll do everything else. I'll be just the same except for that. And that's an improvement for us and provides security. Hey, if they start showing those executions publicly, that's that's like going to be a bad PR move, right? The numbers on this, this was eightfold on a per capita basis. Uh, the damage inflicted on Israel in terms of, of headcount is eightfold our 9-11. Say that one more time. Eight, 8x 9-11 on a per capita basis. Oh, oh. 
and um and the stories pouring out of there on social media are kind of crazy the media coming out of this is absolutely nice. what do you think about that also it's like uh, someone said hey the ukrainian war has been going on a year and we've already seen more images from israel than we've seen the entire ukrainian war i mean the, the social media shit coming out on israel is nuts it, that's the kind of stuff that gets my brain thinking like okay is this planned I mean, literally, they're showing, they're showing, they're showing the gunfights. They're showing the uh, Palestinians walking into the kibbutzes and killing people. Eat, start lighting their homes on fire, eating the food out of their fridge, all that shit. Yeah, let's don't let's don't lump them all together. It's, this is Hamas, and what oh, the sorry, Hamas, Hamas guys are doing? Thank you, Hamas. They, thank you. They've they've come into houses and slaughtered the people there, yeah. and filmed it with their iPhones and put it on their social media for their family to see. Whereas my right. grandma, they just killed her. I know because I saw it on her Facebook page. Right. I've heard they've been like taking people's phones and texting their loved ones from the person. Like after they've captured a person, they'll take their phone and like text their loved ones. Like we have your sister or whatever. Yeah. 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 And, and posting images of the dead bodies on, on the Facebook page belonging to the victim. Yeah. Uh, Fiona H. Uh, oh my God! Delete that person from your life, Sevan, who said money laundering. That's so disgusting. Hey man, it can forty children had their heads cut off money laundering. Oh my God! What a delusional person. I I don't agree with you at all. It can be both. You can do all of those. It can be a. It can be. It's to incite a situation where money laundering is easy to do. There's crazy people out there, man. I I met. I don't. I don't think money laundering is the right term. Somehow, but I okay. did meet someone in this vein. I met a Croatian. Who said that every time Americans need a, 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 a have a skilled or semi-skilled labor shortage, a major war breaks out somewhere in the world, and uh, hmm. you know, look, I do know that the people that at uh, Raytheon, uh, TRW, Grumman, uh, Teledyne, uh, Boeing, I know these are boom times for them. And they're getting to sell and test equipment, and uh, you know I have I have mixed feelings on that. Um, I would probably be willing to test a lot of things. That new missile that uh, that the uh, Brits uh, gave to the uh, to the uh, Ukrainians that dropped the building where the meeting was going on that worked better than anyone thought it would. So the British are really impressed, very much surprised. You know, I test this shit out on these scumbags. Heidi Kroom, please, Heidi, don't don't incite violence. Bottle what? Um, uh, Vittorio, anyone who thinks uh, money is an exchange in a time of conflict is naive. Hey, you know, racism has been like this huge like subject. For, I mean, I guess I guess for our whole um forever yeah, I don't know. my whole life but look at this i've never seen anything like this look at this this is in australia at the opera house and they're chanting gas the jews and fuck the jews and so i started like putting other people's i've never seen anything like have you ever seen anything like this in the united states Fuck the Armenians, fuck the Chinese, fuck the blacks. This is crazy. A gathering of people that's chanting gas the Jews? 
You ever seen anything like that? In the no. I think they were doing that in uh, New York too. Yeah, getting together and gas chanting gas a group of people. Oh, sorry, Vittorio BLM did that all summer. My bad. <laughs> they didn't just do it. They burnt down. They burnt down cities. Uh, Cave Dastro uh, showing a little empathy. Sevi, this is all they've been taught. Fair enough. I hear you. I hear you. And, and what does that mean? Is that meaning I was raised to like to 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 resent uh, Turkey and to think that they're horrible people because of what happened the genocide? You know what I mean? And so so you're born in in you're born. Uh, in the middle east and you're an arab and so from day one you're basically taught that the jews are bad people and it becomes a part of your identity just like i'm sevon and my birthday's march 16th and the, and the and i crossfit you know what i mean like it's almost like it would be crazy if i found out that it was actually the armenians who killed the turks but like we we've seen history say crazier shit flip the script on crazier shit so that I think that's what they mean. It's all they. It's all they. It's all they know, right? It's not justification. This, it's an observation. This I reminds hope. me of after the school shootings. Mm -hmm. They'll say, "This is this is the kid that did it. This is how old he is." We'll put his picture up, and then CNN was giving them a ranking, like third worst, fourth worst. Didn't come close to the record, but he moved. He's in in fourth of, of the place, and so you've made some some pathetic piece of shit into a hero. You've turned it into a sport. And they say, but we don't know the motive yet. And I've had to explain to my kids a bunch of times on this trip that, that there, are, there are acts for which a motive doesn't make, doesn't make sense. It's not, it's not within the realm of rational thought. And so at the point you go, oh, wow. Ah, now I get it. Oh, okay. That's why you crept into the window at night and slipped the woman's throat that you don't even know. Ah, you, you, you won't find understanding until you're also evil. Right. And I, I'm not in the least, least bit religious, but I just lump all that shit into evil. Where, I don't where really are? care. I don't really care about these clitorectivizing. You know, it, 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 women are unholy in the sight of the Lord. That's why they their head their heads are covered. Mm. Do we really care about women's rights, or is that just a, is that a game? We're pretending, or do we care? If you think, Where are if you, you think women really matter, if you think they're, I'm in a, a Malfi coast, left uh, left. Uh, uh, Rome this morning early, went to Pompeii, and uh, that's a trip, and then drove from there to here, and uh, got online. We, I don't think we arrived here 30 minutes ago. I, I don't even know where that is. What what country is that? Italy. What's it called? The Maltese Coast? Like the Maltese Falcon? No, uh, Amalfi. A-M-A-L-F-I. Check it out. Pull up images. 
There are places you can pull your car over and jump, and you might fall 2,000 feet into the water. And just stunning. Oh, my goodness. It's like a, you're in a Bond movie. Very much so. Very, yeah. Wow. Wow. That's where you're going to stay for the next week, Amalfi? Uh, three days. Wow. Pull up some of the coastal images. This is nuts, dude. Yeah, the view is like nothing I've ever seen coming in. Hey, was 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 part of you um like hey, I'm getting I'm I'm going home. Like if this war is going to be here and they're going to start fucking grabbing Americans, I'm out of here. Yeah, no. 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 We're not there yet. But I'm I'm eager for Israel to have what mainstream media is going to call a, a an overreaction. Um I I did hear um uh um Netanyahu, uh, one of his generals, was saying that this will be the largest uh, military move that Israel's ever made. Good. It does put some pretty crazy into. So, are you? If I'm looking at this picture right here, are you in that picture? Somewhere? Yeah, could could be. <laughs> so, what is it? It's like Catalina, but nice, but not white trash. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I. Other than driving here and setting up at the table, I've, I've seen nothing. But the view coming in was was incredible. Um, spectacular terraced hills of uh, olive trees and grapevines, and and uh, you know you it's it's like it's like you're a half mile up when you're a quarter mile from the ocean, you know. Uh, uh, Matt Burns, uh, my mom basically told me the same thing yesterday. She put her hand on her head and she goes, oh, man, you really don't want to fuck with the Jews. Matt Burns, Burns the Jews don't fuck around. And Netanyahu is special forces, tip of the spear. Um, I, I, a friend of mine read his uh, autobiography recently and said that hey, his whole thing was is like, hey, my only mission in life is to protect Israel from Iran. And, and recently I was chatting with that friend and he said, uh, hey, he's going to make this his legacy. What we're about to see, he's going to he's going to make this next move, his legacy move. It, 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 no matter what he does, this is his legacy. And yeah. it, it, his he's the hawk. Not the most hawkish, but he's on that hawk side of things for sure. And his operating assumption of his of his cabinet, as I understand, was that nobody wanted this. Uh -huh that neither side wanted this and so that it wouldn't happen. And it has. They're there. I see it as the biggest story as 9-11. What about Iran and uh, Russia? What's their um, thing? What's their deal? Their relationship? It's one of convenience. I mean, how, how, you know, how tight were the Italians and the Japanese? Probably not too tight. You mean in, in World War Two? Yeah, yeah. And I think Russia has proven itself to be fundamentally toothless in its struggles with Ukraine. There's not a NATO country that couldn't take from them every, destroy every bit of weaponry they have in a matter of hours. On a side note, a man with a guitar. I just arrived. Quick question, Greg. Uh, I booked my L1 in the United Kingdom. Any tips before I go in November? Yeah, I, I, they send you materials. I would, uh, 
I would, I would look at it. <laughs> the study guide. Spend some time with that. Would be my tip. I'm taking mine with my dad in January. Oh, that's super cool. Where? Uh, in Omaha. CrossFit Hydro. <laughs> super cool. Bless you, yeah, so. Thank you. Um, uh, when you, when you're, when you're walking through, um, when you're, when you're going from Croatia to, uh, Italy, are there any signs that the world's in, in, in turmoil, that something happened like, like different vibe traveling than in the beginning or anything? Any, any, any no. noticeable newspapers, no. anything tanks I, I at the airport? Anything anything like that. Okay. Okay. But we're, we're not, uh, I'm not as glued to, uh, news sources as I, you know, would be naturally normally. Uh, Caleb, I'll be there in Omaha, brother. Oh, that's cool. Awesome. I think he was there when I took my first L1 at CrossFit Omaha like seven, eight years ago. So that'll be cool. Hey, uh, Joey. People, people weighing in on the sneeze. Uh, when Sevy sneezes, a baby is born. Uh, not the noise I thought Sevy sneeze would make. More or less masculine. <laughs> Hey, so so, um, uh, but on that carrier are some he he pipe hitters, right? Seals, Delta Force, guys like that. I would assume so. Yeah. If not, they could be put there quickly. Yeah. Very quickly. And 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 there's concern that um uh these uh Hezbollah guys uh at the Lebanese border who who kind of basically control that portion of Lebanon, not kind of do that. They're going to see an opportunity to strike Israel too now. I, you know, I would, I would give them, I would incentivize them by what I did to Hamas to think twice. Uh, Sean Lenderman. So if, listen, if if uh, if if Iran launches some kind of devastating attack from Iran on uh, Israel, I think it would be perfectly appropriate for them to nuke them. To nuke Iran. Yes. Are there nukes in that region? Israel has them. Oh, I didn't even know that. Threaten their threaten their existence, and it would be irresponsible for them not to use. Them. Can I see that? Can I see the map again, um, Caleb? How, how does that How does that work? Uh, just superficially, it just launches right out of their off. Just off a piece of land in Israel and just flies over there and just hits them. That's it. It's like that or drops out of a plane. I know nothing about their program, but I understand they now have a sub, uh, 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 missile capability, nuclear missile capability. They're technologically they advanced. They can shoot out of a sub in the middle of the Mediterranean. You think that's what they would do, Caleb? Sure. That way you don't, you're not endangering anybody within Israel, I suppose, and the fog, show me probably. Show me Iran. How far is it? It's all the way out here. Oi. Oh, so you fire it. It flies over Iraq. It can do that? Probably. I think inter intercontinental ballistic missiles could reach that far. So if you launch, I mean, like in the United States, I think you can launch one from, at least from Alaska and make it to Russia, like mainland Russia. I think we can hit anywhere in the world from uh, 
from uh, uh, Vandenberg. You're probably right. Places. <laughs> yep. Hey, did um, two of the things that I heard that were complicating the situation for the United States was the fact that one, we don't have a speaker of the house, and two, that the United States doesn't have an ambassador in Israel. Is that weird that we don't have an ambassador in Israel? Did Biden never appoint one, or weird? Anyone know the story on that? No idea. I don't know. Hey, and, and, and we don't even really have a functioning president. I wonder who who makes the calls for the United States. I mean, he 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 sleeps in till ten a.m. He get he goes to bed at eight. I'm not joking. I mean, it's like <laughs> there was a, there were two fantastic articles in National Review this morning, and uh, let me go to that. Uh, Bryson. Uh, Bryson uh, Del, Del Monte. Sevi, I got a buddy who blows Andy Stumpf. Oh, that's cool. And can explain the beef uh, with him really quick and why he's a puss. Oh, all right. Well, thank you for the money. A friend of mine who's a SEAL said, when all the SEALs hate you, it's always for a reason. Oh. And uh, I, found that, I found that easy to see both the, the truth of it and that he's hated by team guys. We know, nope. a guy who, we know a guy, I know a guy who knocked him out and was told if you ever do anything like that again, you're going to be thrown out of the Navy and he knocked him out again like shortly thereafter and stayed in the Navy. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nuclear so, uh, Michael, today in National Review... For, Is for Israelis, this wasn't 9-11. It was worse by Michael Rosen. Israel will never be the same. And the other one was, uh, was uh, It's Time to Sober Up by Noah Rothman. And I thought they were both perfectly lucid deals. I, for me, seriously, this isn't much difference than, than a school shooter. I would, I would respond, and then we could all talk about motives and whether I overreacted and all that shit later. I don't think it matters. Have you seen have you seen the images of the what they're doing with the women they're parading around? Yeah, it's it's brutal. Shit that I don't want my mom to see that stuff. I'm seeing all over social media they're showing all the young girls too that they've got or that are missing. And 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 like what Caleb said, their families and friends getting text messages. Um, from their phone being like, hey, we got your friend, we got your sister, we got your daughter. They're showing, they, they showed a, um, uh, a family that was slaughtered and then, and then they found two babies in the house that the parents had hidden, that the Hamas dudes didn't find. So it's, it's fucking crazy. It, the thing, it, it, it's, it's, um, it's all just, I felt like this wave, I, I, wonder, I wonder if you're going to hate me for saying this, Greg, but I want this wave, or irritated, this wave of, after 9-11 happened, this wave of unconsciousness swept over the United States. Like, we turned into, like, one bad thing. Like, Look, like let, me just tell you, let me tell you. Something negative happened to the country. Okay. Here's the, here's the end point. Mommy has a dick and daddy's trying to get pregnant. Right. That's, that's what all of this sums to. 
And if, and if you think if you think there's something absurd in that, impossible or immoral, then then you're a, you're some kind of mentally mentally ill hater. Uh, what's the relation to that and 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 what's going on over in Israel with the Hamas? It's the ideology of the left. Mm. It's wholly destructive of everything we hold dear. Kill, kill anyone that disagrees with you. Basically, like the Democrats or the socialists, just to, like they, like they want, like they wanted to do to us in, in uh, with COVID nineteen, like the stuff they, that the Hollywood and the politicians they were saying. Think, they think Republicans are the greatest threat to the to the world, and it, it, to think that you have to ignore this. And I think that point is Noah Robinson. No, is no, mm-hmm. not Robinson. The National Review guys telling me about I mean, it's a great point. At any rate, there's not, this isn't a deep issue for me. It's not a complicated issue for me, you know? Mm. Um, And I don't think the choices are that hard. I think I... I think that the Israelis are going to kill every single Hamas kind of person they could. Hey, what did we do to people that were wearing the, wearing the Nazi uniform? Kill them all. Say, kill, kill every single one you fucking can, and once you catch, you hang them. Right. And then, and then move on. Let's get on with it. And you, you could. And then there's going to be a response to that, more of the same, then do it to those people too. Uh, what I see right now is worst case scenario. Hey, if one nuke goes off, wouldn't that mean that multiple nukes might start going off? Someone else might feel cavalier enough to launch one? Does that scare you at all? The chance of like just a full-blown World War Three? Yeah. Turning huge chunks of the planet into un- uninhabitable land. I'd rather go that way than have Hamas in Canada and dealing with this, you know. Right. Right. Okay. We're gonna. It, 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 are we? Are we ready for the global caliphate? Uh, Jethro uh, Cardona, a terrorist attacking our partner in the Middle East, and we're here eradicating uh, COVID and stopping global warming. I know every time I see this crazy shit, I just keep writing on social media. But I need to know if they were vaccinated and what color they are and what their sexual orientation is. We are fucking we live with idiots. We are idiots. And then here's the thing that Heidi's saying, too. And it's like one of my friends was trying to talk sense to me the other day. War is inevitable. And it's like, yeah, hey, dude, we're not peaceful creatures by nature. There's going to be war. Man. Caleb was over there in that part of the country. I was asking him uh, what uh, if he what he thought if, if those people were scrambling. He said, "Well, definitely they're on high alert." Some people in the comments were saying that special forces have always been there, that they're there, not deployed there. They're just there. That's that is true. 
I gotta be careful what I say. But uh, I, I know that I know that I know that to be a fact. Yeah. We've had we've had someone was saying we've already started operations. We've already we've already started trying to go get hostages. You think that's true too? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised at all. We've had we've had uh spec apps guys killed working alongside uh Israelis and their family was told they were killed in uh in Iraq or Afghanistan. Ah, okay. That's uh, a lot of stars on this wall in CIA or blank. Right, right. What does that mean? That went over my head. What does that mean? Uh, there's a wall in the in the entrance of the the main CIA building in Langley that they just have like black stars that they've carved into marble, and a lot of them don't have a name and don't say where they're from or where they died. I mean that, and that's just a fact of uh, war in general. You're not going to be known. It's not completely known exactly how you died or where you died or anything like that. You just that you did. There, uh, there are there are heroes who have, who have died fighting for this country and their family never knew them as other than uh, uh, representatives for a shoe manufacturer traveling the world selling moccasins. When indeed that wasn't what was going on. Wife didn't know. Um, Jay Hartle, uh, some U.S. hostages and definitely going to get them. Uh, Doodly Rando, yes, U.S. have tons of military uh, law enforcement circulate through there for training. Um, you, have, some... you have those guys exactly for this. Right. And the only, my only doubt as to whether you use them or not is, is the fact of a, of a Biden presidency. Mm. And you're not joking. You mean that. He's just so much. I mean that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not that he's a pussy, it's that he's seriously compromised cognitively oh, oh, oh. and and in terms of what <clears throat> either Ukrainians or Chinese have on them. You think you think the Chinese don't have all the proof that could possibly be needed to show that he, that the, the Biden family is a criminal enterprise that's been being paid by them for years. They only pay him for years in case he became president. Wow. Holy shit. He can't, he's run. How many times has he run for president? Caleb, four or five? Yeah, I think so. Since he had, yeah. He's been a perennial candidate. What's it cost to throw him a few mil? Just in case. Just in case. Uh, Blaine McConnell, there are non-government related forces who have been deployed to the area to rescue hostages. Joe Biden, the current president of the United States, former vice president, former U.S. senator, uh, and sought the presidency four times. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a horse. It's a, It's like it's, he's been to the Kentucky Derby. It, you know, he's, he's, he's a horse it's, that uh, it, it, training crews had a horse in the Derby six, seven times, you know, give him some consideration. I'm anxious to see this unfold, and I hope Israel is is <laughs> condemned by all the usual suspects, from the New York Times to CNN. Fuck them. It's weird. It's weird to see that group start warmongering. 
like the way they are like to flip the script like yeah i mean i know they did the same thing in the ukraine gal writing for the new york times it was it was a male lead and then there was you know, there was a story all supported by or contributed to it and uh i had to jump to the bottom and see who was involved in this and the guy had a, had a, what looked like a looked like a, a arab name and she needed to point out that there were uh, uh, 7,000 Americans who are serving in the, what they call them, lone soldiers that are serving in Israeli defense forces. And, and I, the place in the, in the story, it seems so odd and so, and so dangerous to do, but it looks like you're making the justification for these innocent civilians and not being innocent civilians that they're actually in the in the idf these americans but dude we got people there on vacation that got caught up on this yeah they won't let them leave either all the airports are how, shut down and how how is this how is shooting up a concert in israel Less offensive than doing it to one in Las Vegas. Is there? It, can it? Can it be justified? Oh shit! No, this Vegas guy was nuts. Those people didn't have that coming, but the ones in the ones in the kibbutz did. You know what this feels like for me? It's like you've heard my line. If we ever have to go into town and have the debate on free speech and 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 whoever wins the debate, it's you can have free speech or not. I'm going to go and do my best to debate, and I'm bringing my gun in case I lose the debate. I'm going to start shooting. Right, right. There's things, there's there's behaviors for which the only response is murderous revenge. This is one of them. This is one of them. Uh, Jake Chapman, um, uh, shall we move on to a topic we actually uh, know shit about? Here's the thing, Jake. Uh, I, I hear what you're saying. Here's the thing. This is um, something that a lot of people don't want to think about and don't know how to think about. And so the important, the relevancy of the conversation is to help people. Really, the biggest problem in society is people just don't know how to think. How to think, what to think. They need help thinking. They need direction. They need to hear other people talk about their thinking out loud. And that's what's going on here. So if you already know how to think about it, or if you're too sensitive to hear it, or it's you know uh, you're well, triggered uh, me, and you're going to put a gun in your mouth, um, go, go run around I, the island a little bit. I understand out. his. I understand the sentiment there, Jake. I do for sure. Me, me too. But uh, I just utterly dismiss it, and I understand it. Um, have are the Israelis um, killing innocent women and children right now? For a fact, they are, because what's happening is Hamas is launching attacks from schools and 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 and, and buildings full of uh, full of uh, innocent people, and to whom they're more collateral damage than the Israelis is is Hamas. Hamas fires from this location not to protect but to create the the moral equivalency that would be missing otherwise. Is there, is there any upside for Israel in killing men, women, and children? I mean, k- killing women and children. Absolutely none. Only downside. It's all, it's a, 
it's it's painful and it's that comes out of their values and there's a very practical sense of this turns the world against us but what are you going to do what are you going to do we uh they blasted a mosque right full of people with what guns This is just a video, um, kind of how close the Israelis are getting to women and children. Uh, this woman's just sitting in her, she's in her house, and she's just taking a video of herself, kind of like explaining the situation. Um, she's Palestinian. Um, so, here you go. Okay. It's reading three times, all your neighbors can just keep their doors open, so you can just enter your neighbor's house, it's okay. For my neighbors, they didn't evacuate as well. They have their windows down. Here are their windows. And here is the family. They're gathering all together, also in a place far away from the window. I was trying to explain things, but I think you can hear them now. Yeah, hey. I don't, is that an atrocity? Not in the least. No, but by the way, that's happening full time in Israel right now too. I watched uh, yesterday. I was watching live footage, and they showed a, rep a reporter. Uh, it was uh, Fox News, and the reporter had to get down. He was in Israel downtown somewhere, and he had to get down low. Uh, to um, he was in in a city scene, and uh, he had to get down, and rockets were coming in. So, so it's going both ways. There, I suspect. I suspect that the Israelis are using a little more um, more intelligence in their firing, but of course, innocent people are going to be killed. Shitloads of them. And I don't know. I don't know what innocence means. At this point, you have to leave. You have to find a way out. At this point, you have to leave. I think I leave. I leave with my family. I don't stay. If I know Israel's firing rockets into Santa Cruz, I'm leaving. Sevon, they can't leave. Well, I'm, I'm tr going to try. I'm not going to stay. I'm not staying there. I'm not huddled in my living room with my family. I'm not doing that. I'm finding a way out. <clears throat> would you leave? Would you leave, Greg, if you were there? Fuck yeah. Would you leave, Caleb? Yeah, absolutely. Anything I left behind is replaceable, and I don't care about it. Yeah, grab your kids can... and fucking go. Yeah, my family's coming with. There's no yeah, no question. And if if terrorists. We're mounting an attack on a, on a country and, and from, a, from a school where my kids attended and they were killed. Um, I would blame the people that launched the attack from the school, not those that, that fired back. Great point. <clears throat> Great point. And I think, that, I think that the government's position will be, in fact, the defense minister said something to this effect, but the hostages are lost. You're saying that basically the story is uh, for people who aren't following the story is, is that um, uh, Hamas went into Israel, grabbed a hundred people, brought them of all ages and sexes, brought them across the border. And should Israel be worried about that when retaliating? And what you're saying, Greg is, is like, fuck it. Those people are lost anyway. Full steam ahead. It if they're going to execute them, they're going to execute them. But I'm going to go door to door and kill everything that looks Hamas. Use my intelligence. Pretty soon, people in Palestine are going to start pointing at people. 
this one, this one, this one. Like when the Germans were getting chased right. out of France. Right, right. There's one, get them. You know, this guy, this guy, this guy. And they were being rounded up and shot, executed, executed by, by, by sergeants. Flee and Nazi. For, and for get those em. of you who, people who aren't following the story, yesterday, uh, Israeli general came on TV and said, hey, We've we've already we've sent text messages and we've leafleted uh, sent drop leaflets all over Palestine telling you guys to leave. We're coming door to door and we're taking the city. We're taking the country. Basically, he basically said that. So that's what Greg's referencing. They're coming. They're going to go. They've already done it in the in, uh, in the parts of Israel where the terrorists came in. They went door to door in Israel and now they say that they're going to cross the border and they're going to go door to door. And I have no doubt that they're going to clean out whole section. I, I don't, I think they're going to take Gaza and never they return. They have to. Yeah. They I think they're, to. I think Gaza's done in our experiments lifetime. Over. Experiments over. Yeah, it's over. over. I agree. I and you know what? There's some, there's some puke sitting there right now, painting shit on the walls, abusing these people, the, the hostages. And when word gets out, they're like, dude, they're creeping along and they're executing everyone. You know, you're going to show up with your hostages and go here. I'll be a hero. Uh, Israel not, already... not every not everyone's ready to die, and the evidence for that is the is the effort and the nature and the kind of fucking twerps it takes to make a suicide bomber. Watch shows on that, on who they have to recruit, and their mental defects. These people aren't eager to die, and if they are, so what? I don't care. I, I help them, but I think you turn the tide. By being tough. Sean Lenderman, Israel already uh, told Egypt they would bomb any vehicles evacuating or offering aid to Gaza. Hey, they've cut off electricity and they're saying they, there's not even enough. They're giving them just enough juice to, like, they can't really charge phones. Uh, they told, uh, was it Mobile Oil, to shut down a platform that was, that was providing fuel? No, this is the real deal. And what's so interesting for me is that there's going to be there's going to be a unified uh, Israeli response. There's going to be a they, what Israeli response? Say that again. Unified. There's oh. the, you're not going to. There's no faction. There's no party that that's going to see this other than the way I do. You mean all of Israel will be unified behind this? They're not going to have people the, out there with the, like the BLM the flag, peace, flags protesting. The hope for peace cause death of our innocent people mm. the hope for peace is resulted in death that's the enemy you're dealing with again i'll go back and be like giving the uvaldi fuck you want some uh, some chick-fil-a and a million dollars and four classrooms and a quarter of the school you can have and what that is going to be like it's it's all, everything's going to be good right these kids are going to learn algebra and it's going to be nice Uh, Graciano Rubio uh, requesting an economic portion at the next Broken Science Initiative on how broken economic and monetary policy funds broken science and endless war. I know the perfect guy. I, you know, I like that. And can I can I make it just a kind of a jump here because I hit something today that please, I'm kind of please. dying to talk to you about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, do it. Jump, the jump. Whole, to the whole crypto thing. I, I didn't understand it at all, and then I kind of been tripping on this Sam. Uh, 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 Bankman Freed. Oh yeah, and the guy in Panama who is fucking ugly girls. Yeah. <laughs> no, the guy behind the uh, uh, the uh, uh, what's yeah that? the kids. 
This yeah, kid. the kid, that guy. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. He was he was in Panama having like orgies and shit. I think, and the girls oh, were hideous. Okay. Sorry, that's the part okay. of the story I like. All right, you you tell your part you like about Bitcoin. <laughs> well, I like this about it. I like that mom and dad are very well known professors of law at Stanford, mm. and his partner. This Caroline Ellison that he was that he's fucking and, and is is facing fifty years in jail and is, that's that's as a, that's as a state's witness right for mm -hmm. the prosecution. Um, both her parents are econ professors at MIT. Wow. And his yeah. So I got four academics talking about broken science, right? What was her name? Caroline. Caroline. What? Ellison. Ellison. Caroline, yeah. Look her up and look up mom and dad. And Ellison, see, because this is this is an unbelievable story. But uh, 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 Bateman Freed, we, the, uh, I think it's Goldman Sachs is suing mom and dad, and they say this thing is right on the cusp of criminality because uh, uh, Bankman, Joe Bankman, and uh, forget the Freed's uh, name. Uh, They've profited immensely from this thing. Immensely. Got what, like a $30 million condo in the Bahamas or something? I, yeah. I, don't, know, I don't know if I got all my facts right, but look it up. The parents, up. the parents, yeah. The parents, the parents. Yeah. And the dad yeah. was attending meetings with them as the thing was unraveling. He was trying to help. Right. The mom said, We're partners in crime on this thing, but in a non criminal sense. And so my point is, is that two econ professors from MIT and two law professors from, uh, from uh, uh, Stanford have produced two kids that are responsible for the greatest fraud ever perpetrated, financial fraud <laughs> in the history of the world. And Dude, of course they it. did. Of course it. they did. And they're all liberals too, by the way. Of course. I mean, look at her. Look, check out the thing. Check out the thing on the Goldman Sachs suing him. This thing, they are so, it is such a fine line. See, for criminality, I, I, it, unless it's like one of these uh, uh, strict liability kind of laws that's, that we see in, in, in analytical jurisprudence, um, the mens rea, something about your, it, it, you know, what you knew matters, right? Yeah, yeah. What's but that called? Civil, yeah, I think I might be because I'm talking about something I know nothing about. Have Dale uh, Saren come in, but I think that's the term. I've had this explained to me over and over again, and I never listen. But uh, but in the civil case, it's like whether they knew or not, and it sure seems like they did. They sure the fuck should have. And uh, they're, they're, the parents are involved. Mom and dad are involved. He got he got he got uh, 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 bailed out to live it with mom and dads, and he started intimidating witnesses from mom. Uh, and dads. Uh, Bankman did Sam Sammy. Yeah, yeah. They let him go home to Palo Alto, and he set up a, a, a VPN, and then he started contacting witnesses. He released some of her her uh, 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 private Google uh, diary. Wow. He went on the warpath. So the judge threw his ass in jail. He's been there since August. He's looking oh. at 150 fucking years, dude. This these two kids make make bird off Madoff 
looked like a pickpocket. Altogether, approximately $8 billion of FTX users' money landed in Alameda's coffers while Ellison was serving as the trading firm's head. So now she's going to testify against him here today or tomorrow? Everyone Sounds is. Like- they all are. And it's cool because, like, even their, you know, their, their tech guy, um, her, they're, they're like, did you defraud? Yes. You know, I totally did. I committed fraud. Did you know? Yes, I did. I mean, they're. Can you imagine getting out on bail and then fucking up and getting thrown back in? What if? He said he set up the VPN just to watch football games. Can you imagine this thing hanging over your head and you have any fucking interest in football? No. Man, she is she, she I, dude, she looks like she fell out of the crumb documentary. Have you can I can't even believe this is a real girl. These Talk are about they're both ma- hit with the ugly stick. They're both math kids that went to math camp and that kind of shit, right? And yeah, I'm a math like, guy, and so I like I'm bothered by that. They're they're math people and damn she's uglier than all of Will. I, I she's uglier this, than Popeye's girlfriend. Um, she is hard to look Bertrand at. Bertrand Russell That's, said that. Mathematics is the last refuge of the of the truly insane. Mm. And I love that. You can be entirely divorced from reality and be and be a mathematician because it, it, it there's there's uh mathematics just has to be internally consistent, like Harry Potter. And by the way, she's a Harry Potter fan, of course she is. Oh and yeah. She's a liberal, of course they are. Harry Potter, Harry Potter and liberalism they, they very much remind me of each other. Uh, Vittori, uh, Sevi, you'd hit that. Yeah, I, you, I would, but that's, I don't, I don't know why you're, <laughs> don't be a dick. Imagine the sex tape. She just oozes sex. I mean, it's just fetish material. It's crazy. She's a caricature. They both are. It's amazing. Sevi would, Sevi would yank off her glasses, bust them in two, throw them away and spin her around and wish she were 300 pounds. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Facts. No matter I'd show what. you'd you'd show him someone six hundred pounds and he's like, oh my god, look at that cheese. That's unbelievable. That's so sad. It's disgusting. Imagine having sex with that. That <laughs> <laughs> just juxtapose those two thoughts. And I don't right? know if it's just yeah. to fuck with my yeah. head or what. No. Just just free flowing thought. Eric Sevi would wear her glasses. Then break them. Um I saw a uh, – let me play this here real quick. Um, lighten the mood a little bit. A little uh, a little uh, Jewish humor. My last Jewish uh, hey, comedy. These are, these are heavy times. You know, what, what we do is we got the, we got World War III brewing here. I know. It's scary. Cave Dastro, I like this, Greg. Oh, great. Uh, you like Greg talking about my fetishes? Okay, here we go. I'm going to start the show by telling you a story. The guy that goes to his rabbi and says, Rabbi, you never believe what happened to me. My son left the house and became a Christian. The rabbi said, shh. You never believe what happened to me. My son left the house too and became a Christian. So what do we do? We pray to God. They prayed to God and God said, you never believe what happened to me. <laughs> good right that's rich hey i was in a saint john the baptist cathedral in rome 
and he's a hero to the Muslims. He's he, he's the hero to the Jews, a hero to the Catholics, a hero to the Baptists, a hero to the Baha'i. I mean, this guy's like a, like like a top three, top five in in all major religions. Saint John, Saint John the Baptist. Why? What did he do? What's his deal? Why do they all like him? You know he. That's like, where you went, Greg. The, That's where you went. You saw those chairs like that and all that. Uh, it, it was that doesn't begin to do it justice. Okay, but you I mean, stood there where that cameraman stood. Yeah, I walked through it. I mean, I was humbled. I'm, I'm a. There's very few people less religious than I am. But uh, for anyone to. Uh, and the humility. I mean, I just, you know, what I know, I, I go Wikipedia on the guy, right? Yeah, yeah. But he, he appeared to be um, Elijah. They thought he was the Messiah. And he goes, no, I'm not the Messiah. And they go, well, then you're the guy that, that you know, predicted the Messiah. And they go, I'm not that either. I mean, he wouldn't, he's, he makes no claims. But everything is claimed about him. And I kind of like people like that. Yeah. I'm a fan. It was really interesting. He's a cousin of Jesus. First century BC. Interesting. The paintings of him from the painting of him from 1540. He's yoked. Yeah, I think I think the Romans were like five foot two and weighed weighed like ninety seven pounds and all. So they make these <laughs> the, the, the statues are huge and, and burly and gnarly. And... Romans were little people. I you know I read the thing about the. Barbarian hordes. It was a, an account all derived from uh, Romans and, and these uh, these Roman uh, Praetorian guard, whatever they're centurions, are on the beach and, the, and they're watching these uh, Viking ships row ashore and everyone's drunk and singing and they're blonde and they're like two heads tall. And it takes it takes a, three of them to kill one of them. Yeah, and and they just they kill everyone that comes ashore, and they're like, okay, it's over. And then two more boats show up, same thing, and then two more boats, and then two more boats, and then two more boats, and this is going on for months. And then the your confidence is shaken. Are there an infinite number of these fuckers? What motivates them? They've come here to die. That's hard to imagine. And it was a uh, it was unsettling as hell. It was tough psychologically. Uh, Jake Chapman, I feel you, buddy. I, I I hate being misunderstood, and so I totally understand what you're saying here. He says, Sevi, I spent hours over the last few days speaking with my uh, physical therapist client who is an Israeli Jew with many family members there. I've, uh, I'm far from buried my head in the sand. My comment was referring to some suggestions in the chat. I apologize for misunderstanding you, but I still like – regardless, I still like my answer. And just so you know – hi, what are you doing? Yeah, that's a nice top. Thank you. Uh, and and uh, you guys, I love I love you guys in the comments. And even if I seem when I get wound up, I know you I feel like I know you guys and I love you guys and I love the discourse. And it's just an opportunity to, to, to look at different facets and sides of the of the stone of the diamond. So don't don't take it personal. But I also appreciate when you come back and help me clarify to understand your position. I hear you 100 percent. Thank you for the clarity. Thank you. I, and I was sensing that with Jake, too. Like, I get where you're coming from. 
uh, a couple soldiers have already from the front lines there who are Israeli, uh, who have crazy names I can't even pronounce, um, have already contacted me and said that they'll keep me up to speed on anything they see uh, through. And I've sent them my phone numbers through WhatsApp. And uh, some people here on the ground who are um, ex-military uh, uh, have contacted me and saying that they are trying to get involved and get head over there right away, which is kind of crazy. What kind of person does it take to do that? I have no interest in going. Oh, I would, I would think that I would think that. A good chunk of our friends from uh, the elite U.S. end of things would love to do that. And I and I'd also like to say this because this for those is, of you who don't know, I'm gonna get in trouble for Ukraine, saying this. But. This isn't Ukraine versus Russia, and I think Russia is the bad guys, and Ukraine are the good guys. No, this is this is really uh, it's a school shooter thing. It's a, it's, it's a, it, I don't think I can, I don't think someone needs to talk me out of that. And in, in, in 2005 or six, when the seals embraced CrossFit, you, you have to also imagine Greg has spoken to uh, people who all over the governments, uh, specifically in the military in many, many countries and has shit tons of contacts. So there's tons of shit. There's he's, he's not even saying 1% of what he knows and I and he and Greg and I haven't talked about this, so maybe after the call, he's like, "Dude, don't say shit like that." But whatever. Um, he knows a lot of I, shit that he's not telling us, and a lot of people are in contact with him. And you can only imagine because of CrossFit how many people he knows in the military who use fitness for survival. So there's that. We were we were doing a bit uh, with a Bergner, and uh, in, in in his high school where he was where he was teaching. And one of our SEAL friends got up and was telling a story. And he's like, there's one time when we were in Syria and one of the other SEALs is up in the corner. Like, and this is like, wow, this would have been New York Times fucking shit at that point. This is me like, you know, US Army admitting being in Cambodia, right? Why everyone's yeah. denying we're not there. And it was hilarious. And we're like, okay, we got to play with this thing here. We need to do some editing. This, this can't go out like this. But Navy SEALs, yeah, there's one time in Syria. <laughs> not a good not a good place to start, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, happy hey, to be you, here. My thing, we, I want to share this. I'm mean, sorry yeah, to step yeah. on. No, no, go ahead. But it's funny because always step on me. I don't have I don't have inside knowledge, but I did this. I've never asked a question. Um I would I would think about it with these guys ahead of time, and I didn't want to I don't want to pry or be or push anything sensitive. And so I do nothing, and pretty soon you'll hear everything. Yeah, yeah. And these guys are taught to resist the pull. And if there's never a pull, pretty soon the guy stands up on camera and is telling about this one time in Syria. Um, uh, let me see. Uh, happy, happy, happy to be here. We love you, Jake. Um, Kenneth Delap, we love you, Sevon. I'm awake now. Yeah, his wife will do that to you, Greg's wife. Uh, Greg, wife cam, please. Fair enough. I agree. That'll be that'll be two ninety nine for that. Um, Eaton Beaver. Good morning, Coach. Uh, Jake, money always makes Sevy for Jake. Money always makes Sevy forgive. Uh, you figured me out. Um, let's see. Uh, By the way, it's St. John the Baptist's uh, Cathedral. I, I've I've been with like a dozen Catholic churches in my life, maybe two dozen. Mm-hmm. They. They had so many confessionals active with guys that were working. 
I think that this uh, John the Baptist guy might be like a hot one to release your sins to. <laughs> you saw the booths there? There were just shitloads of them? Yeah. Yeah, I peeked in, and the guy kind of opened the door, and I jumped back. <laughs> Uh, are you glad you went on this trip? I know in the beginning you're. I, I know you're a bit of. You prefer to stay home, even though you travel a lot. Are you glad at this point? Are you like, oh, this has been cool. I'm glad I'm doing it. I never wanted to travel, and then my work took me everywhere, and I didn't. Uh, you know, I didn't want to see the world, and I did, and I'm not better off for it. And so this was, you know, I I felt like I, my, my I wanted I want to be like uh, I want to be like Marlon Brando in the Tomato Patch. Watching my watching the kid, you know, and the Godfather, watching your kids play and tip over. But no, I'm gonna be traveling. So, uh, but but uh, you didn't so answer the question. Are you glad? Are you are you glad you embarked on the trip? Yeah, I have to be. I mean, yeah, it's okay. like what a great answer. I have to be. Yeah, they, thank you for recognizing that. I didn't know it was a great answer. It felt like a little bit of a cop out, but it is. It is bottom line honest. I have to be. <laughs> uh, and and you come home, and you come home soon, and then and then and then you go again. Yeah. Hey, we, we're at Pompeii, and these people got buried in in, uh, in basically uh, a volcanic ash that, with water and time, becomes cement. And so in the excavation, they step into these hollows and like, oh, so fuck, it's the shape of a dog. And so oh, they wow. start pouring plaster into them and then chiseling it away. And so we see these people in their death throes, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and my kids are like, whoa, dad, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, like, is that, a, that's, a, that's a guy? And I go, no, it's a plaster impression of a guy. It's like the right. footprint of a dinosaur. Right. And, and they're just they're just fucking tripping. I'm gonna I'm gonna bet you're not gonna go out for the second run. Oh, the uh, no, I'm, the Seychelles. Yeah, yeah, it's not. I just want to. I want to say. Listen to this. I want to say you heard out. it here first. Don't don't let get Maggie to hate me, but I'm gonna bet you don't go on that. No. No, and I'd already canceled both these trips, and then they got reignited because I was just not cutting it or something. But uh, oh my goodness, we get back on October twentieth, mm-hmm. and on the twenty fourth, Riley's have an oral surgery in Dallas. On the twenty fourth of what? Of October, and you come back so on what day? Later, oh on the 20th. shit. So What's she doing there? Later, What's wrong with her mouth? She got a tooth or something? She's got a she's got a uh, a permanent tooth that in the X-ray it's like upside down, inside out, and backwards. I mean, it's, it's sitting on the jaw and it's threatening other teeth. She's got a beautiful smile and a perfect face, and everyone's scratching her heads. Um, Jim and Katina, I hit them up and told them of the story, and. Uh, you know, he's a maxillofacial plastic surgeon. She's an anesthesiologist, and they got six kids and just super dear friends. And so she started asking around. And uh, there's, there are people you can find that will heroically get in there and glue a button to it and then pull the tooth up and make it erupt. But 
my read on the scenario is that these people are famous because one time in 10, this works. Right. And my numbers up nine times out of 10, it just kills the other permanent teeth. You get implants and they don't publish that shit. Right. And so they think they say the thing to do is yank it delicately and carefully and uh, do everything you can to protect the primary, the baby tooth that's above it. Wait as long as you can, let the jaw fill, the other teeth come in and then start moving teeth around and, and try and pretend like you weren't missing a tooth. And it's a canine, which is the bummer. It's the pointy. That's one of these suckers? Yeah, on the bottom, though. Oh, on the, the vampire ones, yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're going to take the more conservative approach and not do the heroic thing. And Katina is going to be the uh, the uh, uh, anesthesiologist. So I feel good about that. But when she when she she hit me up with with more options and explanation and discussion than anyone we've talked to has, and she said, "If Riley were mine," and I just say, "I'm done. That's, that's it. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go with that." Dude, usually you have to ask that question. That's awesome. She came up with it. Usually you have to be like, what would you yeah. do if it was your daughter? Yeah. For people who don't know, Katina Thornton, the anesthesiologist, is also the uh, Danielle Brandon whisperer. She was the one who stood by Danielle Brandon's uh, side the entire CrossFit Games in 2000. I don't know what year it was when she when they were wondering if she had COVID or not. And Katina was awesome she, that she did that. Here's another thing. She's been, she's been selected uh, repeatedly to be presidential <laughs> anesthesiologist. So that's important to me too, right? Yeah, for hell yeah. Imagine that background check. Yeah. No, she knows her stuff. And so we're going to go to Dallas. It's an easy flight. We're going to be there. And the the, uh, uh, the surgeon wants us there for a week in case there's complications. So we got a rental house. And uh, I come back on the 31st and we're bringing all the kids, <laughs> all of them. To Texas? You're taking them all to Texas with Riley? All because we're not going to see them for two weeks. Because she can't fly? They're not going with us. They're not going with us. It's just a mom and dad one. Right, but but why take your whole family to Dallas because she can't fly again? Why take your whole family to Texas because she can't fly once she has a surgery? If we we do that and leave the kids with Nani and Poppy, uh, we won't have seen the kids for three weeks. Because we're going to be two weeks in the Seychelles. And I, oh, I'm, I'm about that, too. I don't want to miss it for three weeks. Yeah, totally. I, it just sucks for me. Cause that means I'm only going to. So are you going to be are you going to be here for a few days? Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. I was hoping you're going to be here for weeks. And on the second, we're off again. And I come back on the 20th. So are you going to be in Dallas for two weeks just at an Airbnb while she no, goes one up? week? No, no. I'm, I, we get to Dallas on the 24th. We leave on the 31st. Mm. Um drop the kids off at, at Nani and Poppy's. And then on the uh, 2nd, we fly out of SFO heading towards uh, Seychelles. And we're there until the 20th when I come there, back. There's no way you're going to the Seychelles. Uh, Matt Burns. You know what? No, no, I am. I am. It's done. I already, I already, I've already been past the point where, where I was like, signed up and then said, there's no way I'm going to go and we canceled it. And I, I let it reignite. Okay, I'm gonna bet Caleb five bucks he doesn't go. You want to bet Caleb? I'll take it. Okay. I can't. I can't do it at this point. No, I'm going. I'm going to the Seychelles. Greg, when I come back, 
when I come back with any luck, the world will be a war and I won't have to travel ever again. There you go. Get it out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Maybe all the hot spots will be nuked. Greg, hey, what's the I'm going to jump back to another thing here. Yeah. Um, if the worst thing that can happen is nuclear war, in your mind, I think that's the mindset that guarantees nuclear war. Explain. Help me walk me through that a little bit. You have to be fucking, you think I'll live that way? I'll nuke your fucking ass. For the people that will be like, oh, shit. Hmm. See, I don't think, I don't think Xi Jinping is insane. And I don't think Putin's insane. I think they're good chess players. And I think when they shake the nuclear chains, we get weird. Yeah. And out of that, with a with a half baked bullshit system pretending to be capitalist, China's an economic ruin. Economic ruin. It's failing. It's a, it's a crazy fucking collapse. And 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 Russia's worse. But the fear of 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 a nuclear exchange exposes us to something worse than be a nuke, and that's their way of life. I'd rather my children be incinerated than live like that. You know what? Until you can say, give me liberty or give me death and fucking mean it, you're going to be a slave. That's just how that is. That's the chess. That's the chess. And the only thing they don't have a tape to play against is this guy would rather be dead than a slave. I heard this lady yesterday, Greg, say that she Caleb's was so... Taken, ag- huh? You get it, Caleb? Yeah. yeah, I like it. I heard this lady say yesterday that she was so she was against guns in the house, right? And so the guy asked her, hey, um, would you, if what if there were three guys that came into your house and they were threatening you and your family, then would you wish you had a gun? And she basically said, no, I'd rather be killed than uh, own a gun and have my kid be killed. And I was like, what the fuck? And you're saying kind of the same thing. You're saying that, but the opposite. They're taking. They, they want to hear. You have a you're, live you're, audience. That's, can we? And if it's that cool, we're almost done, anyways, right? Is who, that cool? What? Yeah, yeah. Is what cool? Are you talking to me? Everyone wants to take out the earbuds. They want to hear. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, she's got a butt in. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Continue. Right. Oh. So, so, so basically, there's, or, or they could watch it on YouTube on their phone. So basically, what they're saying, did did Rhett get a haircut? No, that's. Are you talking about this one? That's Froggy. No, the guy in the back isn't that Rhett in the green shirt back there? No, he did his haircut. He combs it oh. funny. Oh. Basically, basically, she's saying she'd rather die. You're saying that you you rather you you rather die than be a slave. There's no gamble I wouldn't t- take to protect protect my children from no free speech, uh, female mut- genital mutilation, uh, Sharia law, and I'm not even anti-Muslim. I mean, pick your terror, Nazis, whatever, whatever. 
Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Can you imagine a, a Jew that that thinks that getting on the train was a good thing? No. It's your point. No. And and, the, and until you feel and think that way, until 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 not being free is a worst case scenario, you'll be a slave. Uh, what do you think about this really quick? I know we're running out of time. Uh, the fact that Israel has stopped all supply to Gaza, I have trouble believing this, and Egypt has closed their borders. Where are they supposed to go? Swimming? Yeah, where are the Palestinians supposed to go? They need to, they need to stay put, and when the Israelis knock on the door, you need to answer it and feed them. Let them look through your home and make sure you've got no. And, and when they're going to ask you um, who in the neighborhood's Hamas, you need to tell them it's come to that. We've been here before, over and over and over again. Think of think of the think of the liberation of the French from the Germans. That was some crazy shit, man. People were wearing women's clothes and trying to get out, and people were pointing them out. There's one. There's one. Then grab them, rip the women's clothes off, blow his brains out. They're occupied. These are occupied people, a displaced people for sure. Occupied for sure. By what? By evil. Maybe I'm wrong and all of them think that way. Then kill them all. Yeah. Right. Kill them all. I don't I, my belief is that it's 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 five uh, percent. Yeah, I don't think I think you're right too. I think it's a low number too. Um, Matt, uh, Matt Burns, Greg, what's the story with Rob Wolf? Uh, was there a falling out with CrossFit? Love you guys. You know, Dave Castro didn't like that I set in motion Rob's firing. I called him and tried to talk to him. He wouldn't return the call. Till uh, Saren called him and he wouldn't return the call. His uh, his his treatment and and it was just always a problem. And I didn't care about the politics. I didn't care about the nutrition. Um, what I cared about was the integrity of the community. And Rob had his own mission going. And he still does. He's a lone wolf. He wasn't building an organization. He's an influencer. He's an early influencer, right? Right. And I, I wasn't trying to be an influencer. I was trying to, I was trying to support people that were making a profound difference in the community. I was trying to set up a situation where someone like Adele King would come along and do something beyond anything I could even imagine. That's what I was doing. So Dave was. I never heard that rendition. Dave was actually trying to like protect rob and then they ended up having a falling out no it was after the way he treated dave and someone brought me video and told me what happened now dave did call uh what was rob's sidekick the lifter kid oh he called greg he, Everett a a fat fat. he called him a fat fuck that was before it was not okay to call someone fat though back then it was still okay i think it was the fuck part that now you can't do that I told Dave, you have the liberty of forgiving someone for treating you that way. As 
do my employee and rob my employee, I'm obligated to none of that. But since then, you've kind of patched things up with him. You've talked to him. I mean, it's not like there's not like hate there between you and Rob, right? Yeah, we talked. And while I was getting canceled, he, he dropped a line to let me know I had it coming. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Hey, I want to tell you a really funny story. I don't know if I've ever told this story. So I didn't know. I basically, basically, Dave and Rob had a beef. Let's just say that. And so Greg reaches out and offers an olive branch to Rob Wolf and says, "Hey, um, basically, on me, come to the CrossFit Games in Carson, and blah blah blah." And so he he opens the door up for Rob Wolf. Um, Rob Wolf is eager, right? Because no one likes to be kicked out of the community. So he comes back. He shows up at the games, the biggest festivity of the year. He gets there a couple days ahead of time. He's hanging out with John Wellborn and his buddies like that, some, some other troublemakers and shit. And Dave finds out he's there. He sends Johnny Mac and some other people over, and they they escort him out of there. So Greg invites him, and Dave kicks him out even before the event starts. Do you remember that shit? I do. I forgot about it. <laughs> oh my god. What a great what a, Those are some of the best years of my life Thank you Greg What a fun time yeah. Alright dude Well thank you Thank you for everything Thank you Kay, um, Good to see your pretty face brother uh, I have your app I have your app, your new Apple watch here by the way at my house And your new phone should be arriving oh, any day shit. Yeah I'm just cool. telling you that so you make sure that you come here At least stop for a day so I can see you Fire it up and, and fix what you can on the. <laughs> I'm not firing right? it up. I want you to come. So, are you going to be here for at least a couple days? You'll land in San Francisco yeah, sure. before you take off to Dallas. Okay, good. Oh, um, I've told Mark Bell I do his podcast. Oh, awesome. Okay, cool. And, are you going to uh, go to Sacramento and do it live? Ah, uh, he was willing to come to me. Okay, and. Uh, well, let I me know how I can it. help is set up two, mics. Or two hour Come with me. Oh, I will go to Sacramento with you. If you're going to drive out there, I'll go with you. Yeah, sure. I am on the uh, on the. Uh... I know the answer. To this. Okay, I'm coming. We're done here. Uh, that's. I tell my wife that all the time. The twenty second. Yeah, that's Sunday. That's a perfect day for me. Perfect. I think that's right. The twenty second. Will you come with me? Yeah, Sunday. October we'll drive there, leave at seven a.m. and come back immediately thereafter. Straight to Cilantro's. Yes. Good. All right. All, All right, right, dude. Love you. Uh, tell your wife thanks for uh, making seven. Yeah, and uh, all, all, all those that care about hearing people that don't know what they're talking about talking about things. You know. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. You, things you don't, things you don't know about, you talk about from the only perspective you have, which is basically one of principles, right? Oh, I like that. Yep, that's good. Yeah. All right. Thank you, guys. Okay. Love you. Bye. See you, Greg. Greg Glassman, dude, that was crazy. I can't. I I was like, oh shit. Dave fucking Greg invited this dude here and Dave is sending people over to boot his ass. I was like, this kid, this is going to be crazy. That's Did how much come Dave, back. 
No. Just see ya. No. No. Dave had him kicked out of the games before the games even started. But just imagine like how confusing that must have been for Rob. Yeah, right. It's like I thought you guys wanted me here. And then all of a sudden the fucking security rolls up on him and they're like, dude, you're not wanted here. Beat it. <laughs> Fuck. I was dying. I was dying. I was like, wow. That sucks. I I didn't know Rob at all. I, I mean, I heard him speak a, a handful of times at like CrossFit events and like, you know, like he presented great. He, he Whenever he spoke, I, I always enjoyed his talks. I didn't know him at all, but uh, for the MBPP fund. MBPP. Isn't it like Mark Bell something fund? Oh, hey, oh. Mark, Mark Bell something. Hey, it's so weird watching the numbers when we do the show now because uh, YouTube has us throttled. It's so weird how they flop around and how our live shows have the most viewers than ever, but then the shows have... It's just something's weird is going on. The infamous black box incident, yeah. I think they... <clears throat> the, uh, Greg Everett or someone put up a picture of Annie Sakamoto doing a, like, a med ball clean. And then was critical of it. And then Dave just fucking screamed at him. You fat fuck. Seal wow. talk. Seal talk. <laughs> we were just young boys back then. <clears throat> mm. That show, that show went great. Yeah, that was good. That's showing great. Uh oh. Oh shit. Sorry. Sorry, just saw this. Sorry. Just saw this. Greg was asking for a link. Oh shit. I sent him a link to the wrong oh, did I send him a link to the wrong phone number? <clears throat> Oh, this is so cool. Maggie sent me a video of Greg doing the podcast, but from outside. Oh, my goodness. Holy shit. From outside, from the deck of their Airbnb. And yeah. they are, they it, yeah, and it's over, it, they are on that cliff. Oh, that's amazing. Overlooking the ocean. Yeah, it's so cool. That's rad. <clears throat> what a cool experience. Yeah, nuts. I got some. I got some. Uh, some notes from some people who are like, uh, for, uh, who are, I'm assuming are Palestinian, and they're like, "Hey, dude, love you. Don't be a fucking idiot and side with the Jews." And I'm like, uh, "Hey, dude, I don't know if I'm taking a side or not, but um, You can't you can't have stuff flying around on social media showing a bunch of young men going into homes killing women and children and not think that there's going to be like a crazy wave of uh, emotionally charged people wanting those people toast wiped off the planet like no one wants to be with those people it's like coming home go ahead go ahead as soon as you start doing that you look like the bad guys 
you start broadcasting as soon as you start oh, right, broadcasting right. your beddings yeah. and your executions yeah. and your yeah. ratings and as soon as you start broadcasting that stuff you're the bad guys it's that simple i mean i which i i guess you can't really i know they've been doing it in ukraine and russia like the between the two of them they've been posting a lot of the videos of what's been going on there but like that's i would imagine i mean semantics i guess but it just that's like a full-blown war but when you're looking at it from like somebody you're taking a thousand people and you're invading a country and you're broadcasting civilian deaths that's a problem you're already the bad guy that way yeah you're in trouble OnlyFans star mia khalifa celebrates israeli attacks urges hamas to film horizontal on phones the adult whore turned only fan star who has long called Israel an apart by, by whore. I don't mean that in a pejorative way. I just mean it like she took money for. She sat on penis. She did stuff with penises for money. Sexual stuff. Yes. She made penises fire off for money. She was in film. She was filmed with ejaculating penises. Massive ejaculating penises. Uh, who has long called Israel an apartheid state, drew ire after posting a series of controversial tweets and Saturday's surprise attack, which has claimed the lives of at least 800 people. If you can look at the situation in Palestine and not be on the side of Palestinians, then you're on the wrong side of apartheid, and history will show that in time. <clears throat> can someone please tell freedom fighters in Palestine to flip their um, phones and film horizontal? Jeez. Are her boobs real? Yeah, I think so. Her whole thing was is like she did, she made like a thousand dollars but had to fuck like five hundred dudes, right? Like she was like one of those chicks in the porn industry who was like taken advantage of. I think they all are, but yeah, she was definitely one of them. They're all taken advantage of? Yeah. I'm looking at her images. She's Palestinian? Yeah. Oh, shit. Play, Playboy fired her? She was working for Playboy? Zero tolerance for hate speech. Oh, I hate that term, hate speech. Playboy fires ex-porn star Mia Khalifa for supporting Hamas terrorists, deletes her channel from app. Just kidding. Everybody's saying her boobs are fake. Oh. They look too bouncy, though. I don't it's think anyone. Movement. Yeah. Mm. And then and then Playboy writes, Playboy's always been a champion of free speech. Well, not really. Not if uh, we, we have fought in the courts for rights of all people. Speak. No, you haven't. Not if you're canceling her for saying that. We also have no place in our company nor our platform for speech that is hateful or dehumanizing. Well, just say that for our platform. It's I mean, they can they can publish whatever they want, right? Can you discriminate against someone? So you can't discriminate for someone if they're a pedophile, but you can discriminate for hate speech? Like you can fire someone if they say that I hate Jews? What if you said I hate Marines? What if you said I hate air guys in the Air Force? Hmm. I don't think That's you get it. fired for that. You can definitely say, what was the first one you said? 
uh, any any like just say like, i hate it yeah. i hate yeah like i hate uh guys in the air force i hate black dudes i hate jews like when does it become hate speech i hate people who ride bmx bikes i hate i think if it's based on race then you get fired yeah it's then it can be marine is not yeah. a protected class yeah that's why you can't have any of that for anyone who thinks that you if for anyone who thinks you should be there should be a law against hate speech you're a, I mean this peace and love. You are a fucking moron. And, and I don't mean it because you disagree with me. I mean, because you, you're not thinking clearly. You don't know how to think clearly. <clears throat> uh, the problem is no one knows why the Palestinians did this in their relationship with the Saudis and Israel deal that was excluding them. This was a, this was to stop that. As you can see, the Saudis sided with Hamas. Well, you're, I think you're what? complaining Palestinians and Hamas, by the way. Maybe rewrite that or something. I'd also like to know why, like you said, why nobody knows why. Then what do you think why they did it? Is it because of that? Because they were excluded? Or is it something else? Maybe to stop the deal. Basically to stop the deal. There was going to be a peace deal with the Saudis and the Israelis, and this was just a move to stop that. Dude. Man, it, it, it was... It, pretty amazing to fire that many rockets it seems like it's been, been a long time coming um uh leaves changing color beaver yeah a little bit mostly falling first they haven't really changed yet uh 5d chess is being played and the globe globalists have some big moves coming what cardi b does she does she what does she do on only fans i don't know uh matt burns muslim extremists can't have peace How about lib liberal extremists? Can they have peace? Man, that's crazy. That fuck the Jews chant and gas the Jews. That shit is crazy. That 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 causes you to recalibrate. Like crossing the street because you see a fucking four black dudes walking towards you is totally different than um gas the Jews. They're not even they're not even in the like they're not even in the Oh my god. And I didn't mean four black dudes. I meant four black dudes with their pants sagging and being in men, not girls, and they're 18 years old. And uh th that's what I meant. They they've they have other signs besides their skin color. And if and if you if you're not scared of black dudes, add Mexicans or Armenians or whatever you want. Just four guys walking with their pants sagging. I don't care what you choose. My H five guy came the other day and his pants were sagging. I should have walked to the other side of the room. Other side different, the room. different, 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 <laughs> different. Did you see his butt crack? Uh, no, it was close though. If he would have leaned I've, over like one more inch, it would have been. I've told you guys this before, and I can't. Even, I but I didn't know it like this. The the. This is this is kind of amazing that this is in the Washington Post. For anyone who doesn't isn't familiar with the Washington Post, it is a just a straight propaganda machine. It says the worst things. It is a huge proponent of pushing the it, it's a race baiting newspaper. It's nuts. It's like triple mask everyone injections for babies. It is the worst. It's basically just a pawn of pharma and um I don't know, as Tank would say globalist. I don't even know what that word means, but that. It's a complete tool for manipulating sheep. 
and I've talked to you guys before about lobotomies and about how they were. Oh, oh can I not scroll this? Oh, that sucks. I could scroll this on my phone. I just can't in my, oh. Lobotomies used to be legal. So lobotomies in the, in the, in the 30s and 40s are what pen, chopping off penises and tits are today, right? So it's basically you have a psychiatric condition and, and instead of like dealing with it, you know, with like long walks and change of diet and uh, uh, therapy and maybe meditation, they would just fucking cut, cut open the front of your brain and take a butter knife and mush it. And it's called a lobotomy. Treatments for severe mental illness were limited, and the leucotomy offered so much hope in 1949, Monez was awarded the Nobel Prize in Medicine. The procedure commonly known as a lobotomy held lofty promise for some families, including that of future President John F. Kennedy. They fucking destroyed John F. Kennedy's sister. It was so fucking sad. That is, If you want to read the wiki page on Rosemary, you will have your heart broken. They gave her a lobotomy and completely destroyed her. It did not. After the third uh, surgery, the 23-year-old Rosemary Kennedy could not walk or speak. It, it erased years of emotional, physical, and intellectual development. Oh, dude, it's, it's a crazy story. Anyway, it's illegal now because there is no physical surgery that you should do on someone for fucking being a tard. Like, Sporty Beth does not need a surgery. She needs to go on a long walk. She needs new friends and she needs to change her diet. There's a cure for her that doesn't involve cutting open her forehead and mushing it with a knife. There's a cure for these fucking people besides shocking them. And this thing that we're in 2023 and they're chopping off people's penises in order to fucking fix their mental disorder is not cool. And we're going to look back at it the same way we look back at lobotomies and be like, how the fuck? fuck well that guy won the nobel prize think of all the people you know who are like well oh you're gonna listen to some internet karen over some doctor from mit yes a bunch of phds nominated that dude to win the nobel prize prize for cutting off people's foreheads and mushing the front of their brain with a butter knife and now this year, just now, uh, uh, the Nobel Prize was given to the two people who developed the mRNA vaccine injection. It's 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 bizarro world. <clears throat> Kenneth Delap, Obama won a Nobel Prize. Yeah, he won the Peace Prize, which is just crazy. How did Trump not win that? Hey, that just goes to the, the Nobel Prize has nothing to do with your actions. It's just what you speak, right? Trump spoke with force. We lived in peace. Biden spoke with uh, uh, Obama spoke with peace. We lived in war. He wins the prize. I mean, that's who we live with. People who would just believe anything. Uh, Tank Reeves, uh, Sevi, book me for a podcast. Then I can prepare and we can have a chat. I'm too scared to talk to you right now. <laughs> You're going to open up some door in my brain. I'm never going to be able to close it again. Nobel Prize for the lobotomy. 
You're really going to like this one. You guys ready for this? Sorry, Caleb, I'm taking your job today. Sorry. This is 175. What a joke this is. This is nuts. Okay, uh, buried a 2007 video of Senator Joe Biden discussing troops' removal from Afghanistan. Quote, and you leave those billions of dollars of weapons behind. I promise they're going to be used against your grandchildren and mine someday. And what he's referencing is that now people are claiming that those weapons that we left behind in Afghanistan are now being seen being used by Hamas. Listen up, people. This is from 2007. difference to tell the American people the truth about what our options are in ending this war. If tomorrow the order goes out from the president, I'm president of the United States, I issue an order, end the war today, begin to withdraw all American troops. It will take a year to get the American troops out. Do you hear me now? That's the truth. It will take a year to get them physically out. Now, if you leave all the equipment behind, you might be able to do it in seven months. And you leave those billions of dollars of weapons behind, I promise they're gonna be used against your grandchild and mine someday. And you leave those billions of dollars of weapons behind, I promise they're gonna be used against your grandchild and mine someday. Who left billions of dollars of weapons behind? Joe did. So he knew, so he's saying he knew. Of course he did. Like everybody knows that. What do you think is going to happen? As soon as you leave, it, like it's so, so much. Everything, all of that is so valuable. I mean, it it was valuable to us, and we decided to leave it in a week. We're like, oh, gotta go. Joe Biden said so. I think it's funny that he said it was going to take seven months, even if we left everything behind. Like, what the fuck? He he's such an idiot. How are our loved ones voting for that guy? Shit, I don't know. Do you have loved ones who would vote for this guy? For sure. Yeah, me too. I don't know, man. I was making so much fucking money, and the New York Times wrote an article about me that mischaracterized me at best. I wish I can remember the stupid bitch's name who wrote it. Fuck. What's her name? Kath, 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 Catherine Rossman. Wow, Sevy, you're a beast. You are a beast. Kath, Catherine or Kathleen? I'm going with Catherine. Catherine Rossman. Catherine, Catherine Rossman. Yes, yes, Catherine Rossman. This fucking loser fucking wrote an article about me right here. Not about me, about CrossFit. And there was a pair, she was nice enough to include a paragraph about me, this fucking skank. This is the one I showed you the other day. It looks like her son's transitioning. Oh, awesome. And and that and I have family members who still send me articles from the New York Times. Like I give a fuck. Like, like it all does is piss me off. Like, you give money to the New York Times. When they fucked me, it's crazy. But it's completely over their head. They don't even know. Do you know what I mean? They're, it's not like they're bad. My relatives aren't bad people. They just don't even think. 
oh, I'm sorry, you lost your job. Have you seen, um, it's so, it's so great what's going on and blah, blah, blah. So sweet. Oh, isn't that great? 50 judges said that, Seven, you need to look into that. 50 judges have signed paperwork saying that the election wasn't tampered with. Oh. Really? What about the laptop? Oh, we are. What about the Russian collusion, Hillary? That was that. It's what about the what about the fifty um, uh, top security advisors who said that the laptop was a fake, and now they're being uh, tried in court. They're they're all being sued, saying that we know they lied on purpose. Do you, do you think that has anything to do with election fraud? No. What about my friend Athena Perez, who went and testified that there was election fraud? She saw witnessed election fraud. Fucking nuts. No, that bitch ain't single. She got some fucking beta. That's okay. I'm a climb. I'm climbing another tree right now. That's bigger. <clears throat> Catherine, Kath, Catherine, Catherine Rossman. Catherine Rossman. Oh, I want to see. Let's let's see what um. Um, she posted on her Instagram that she's thankful to be an American Jew. As opposed to being a, uh, uh, a Palestinian. Really yeah. Palestinian. What? Like, yeah. I'm looking at all the, um, um, articles she's written. She just writes garbage. Ho, ho ass bitch. <laughs> I wish I was a rapper so I could rap a song about her. Um, uh, Sevi, did you connect with Ryan? No. Did he text me? I have so many texts. My phone is a fucking train wreck. Bear with me. Uh, from Jerusalem, we can hear the rockets and bombs when we talk. It's so scary. Yeah, it sounds like that there's a lot of Jews who've been displaced too. Damn. War doesn't sound fun. I hope it, I hope it doesn't ever come here. <clears throat> crazy beta. She's married to Judy. Catherine Rossman is married to a crazy beta. Crazy. Like. Douche nozzle. Joe Biden. So he left the guns behind knowing that they would be used against uh, people's grandkids. Here I couldn't date someone in commie form. California, right. Right. Bang anything with a set of tits. Oh, shit. This one's crazy. Brace yourself, people. This is Norm MacDonald hosting the ESPYs in 1998. 
some of you aren't going to get this joke because you don't know about OJ. Like, this one's going to go right over Be Beaver's head. Beaver ain't getting this one. How old are you, Caleb? 28. Nope, not getting this joke. <clears throat> Maybe I'll play it twice and you can pretend to get it. All right. Look at, look at you. You're like, fuck you. I'm getting it. Here we go. Charles Woodson. How about that? How about a season he had? He became the first defensive player to win the Heisman Trophy. And congratulations, Charles. That is something that no one can ever take away from you. Unless you kill your wife and the waiter, in which case. <laughs> all bets are off. Just a word of advice. And there's Charles Woodson. How about that? And what a season he had. He became the first defensive player to win the Heisman Trophy. And congratulations, Charles. That is something that no one can ever take away from you. Unless you kill your wife and the waiter, in which case. <laughs> Damn, dude. Damn. That's awesome. That's like, that's like the theme of this show is going nuclear. That's like pretty much going nuclear in the in the joke realm, right? At the ESPYs even? It's yeah. About as, it's about as hard as you can go. Just call them out on live TV. Yeah. It's like it's not racist, just like saying that Chinese people eat rice isn't racist, but people were like, for some reason, that feels weird. <laughs> that feels weird. Should I be laughing at this? Yeah. Do Chinese people, is that offensive? Uh, I was in college when he was acquitted. That's how old I am. I remember being in college and just sitting in front of the TV and watching him driving the Bronco for hours. Every TV station had it on. It was awesome. But he didn't lose the Heisman like that. He, I don't think they didn't take it. Um, Cave Dastro, I agree with you. I don't think they should lose a Heisman for actions not related to sports. He didn't. I don't think he lost it like that. I mean, I think like he had to sell it or something to pay for his court fees. I don't think like they they like in hindsight took it from him. <clears throat> no, even if they took drugs, I'm okay. I'm just gonna go with if you want it, you want it. But I think that the trophy, like, a Simpsons Heisman was in his possession until he was auctioned off. Yeah. <laughs> he was forced to sell his belongings to pay $33 million in compensatory and punitive damages after losing a 1997 wrongful death civil suit. So he lost the civil case. <laughs> I wonder how much the Nelk boys paid to interview him. He did an interview with him recently. I was so naive. I remember them showing like a room full of people, the melanated people. And when, when he was found not guilty and they were cheering and I was like, wow, those people really think he's not guilty. Wow. I just remember just being so just like God life was good back then. I loved being that naive. Bob Mennery claims the Nelk boys paid OJ Simpson a hundred thousand to be on the full send podcast. Yeah, for sure. Something. I mean, I'm not mad at them for that. It's probably worth it. Yeah, it was good.
It was good. Uh, Zach. Mr. Matosian asked her if she was sexually active with her husband and if she took birth control pills. He told her he preferred a bathing suit photo. I know. What kind? Yeah, that's how that, dude, that's exactly how that's written. I think he copy-pasted it. Because I was just yeah. reading it, too. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Can you imagine juxtaposition? Like, like, there was some sort of... Uh, Mr. Matosian asked her if she was sexually active with her husband and if she took birth control pills. By the way, then she responded with, yeah, and I wish I wouldn't have been because when I got off the pills, my performance got better. And all the other girls I spoke with said that they had um, uh, uh, performance um, boost, significant performance boost when they got off of hormones, too. Like, th like that, that's kind of an important part. And how about the fact that um, it's she sold at the time photos of her butt on a fucking website. And that was the context of talking about her bathing suit. She sold pictures of her butt. In a fucking in booty shorts. God, Kathleen Rossman is such a fucking cunt. What a fucking world class bitch. Never called me. I mean, how does that even? Mr. Matosian asked her if she was sexually active with her husband and if she took birth control pills. He told her he preferred a bathing suit. Then they went on and ate a bologna sandwich together. Her dog's name is George. She cuts her toenails with clippers that she got from CVS. Her favorite color is blue. Sometimes she dances to rap music. I mean, what? Who pays for butt photos? It was a different time back then. It was a different did butt photos were. She, um, uh, um, she, I mean, go to her, go to her, um, I was never into this, but there was a couple, there was a, um, a couple people at CrossFit that were there. Um, uh, she, she, she was always marketing her butt. As I recall, that was like her thing. I think she yeah. sold butt photos and I, I never looked into it too much, but recently she look at this photo. She recently posted. Someone sent this to me. I don't even know. I mean, can you imagine? I like Stacy. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm not, this isn't digger, but I, what would be the point of that photo? But I mean, it's an incredible photo. But like, I said that she looked. By the way, that bathing suit looks great on her. She's tan as shit. Uh, date Cave Dastro. If I hadn't asked that nice, I would sell it too. But for somehow to, like, she's trying to paint me. And then that's the, by the way, that's the sentence right there. That's the wonderful, there was a few more sentences that um, Eric Rosa uh, uh, said to someone, hey, that guy needs to resign. Uh, Zach, um, your body is freakishly amazing, he said. Lamenting changes brought about by the Me Too movement. Yeah. Look, crazy juxtaposition. That was the time that the NYU professor and actor, forget his name, you guys all know him. He was really famous like five or 10 years ago. He was in Spider-Man. He was in a movie, he was in, um, his girlfriend came out and me to him, girlfriend of two years girlfriend of two years said that he asked her for a blow job and she felt like she had to because uh he was famous they had been dating for two years 
Now, granted, in hindsight, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking bringing that up on the CrossFit podcast. <laughs> God, I, I must have thought I was the unstoppable fucking king shit over there to do that. I did. I, I I don't know if I asked her like if she was sexually active. Like I don't think I asked it like that, but I said something about like. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't anything perverse. I wasn't like, please tell me about what's the first move your your husband does to your vagina. It wasn't like that. It was it was strictly from the uh, athletic performance perspective. Hundred percent. There was like it was like so obvious that's where I was going. Dude, Daniel Brandon um, was either on my podcast or I heard her on another podcast. But I think it was on my podcast. She was talking about her performance. We were talking about antibiotics uh, uh, adversely affecting it. By the, way, by the way, which they will. Which they will. And every girl knows it now. And no, and, and it's it's not taboo to talk about it at all. Meanwhile, the same year, ESPN asked fucking Katrin David's daughter to pose naked. And for some reason, because it's ESPN, it's okay. Like, what was I like? I, I was never like, oh, Stacy, can you please take your shirt off in the podcast studio? It's fucking nuts. Um, Mr. Hartle, she's living rent-free in your head, Sevy. Forget her. Uh, this show is probably going to make me $600. And uh, you are a horrible business uh, advisor by telling me that she's living rent-free because she's not. I'm going to make 600 bucks off this show. And uh, if I forgot her, I might not be able to reuse this material in a year. So please... Uh, take your uh, business advice and run with it to some kid's lemonade stand, which is about the quality of business advice you give. Thank you. Eventually, the story is going to be worth 6000 an episode. Jackass. You're not Armenian. It's a fucking disappointment to my people everywhere. Her ass is better now than it was then. I think she may have gone woke, though. I know she did. She yeah. said she's another one of those people that eventually turned on the podcast, turned on me. Sucks. I like her. I like her husband. I uh, actually, I go to another gym, and I have to drive by her gym to go to the gym I go to. Yeah, she she's a sellout, unfortunately. Yeah, dump, dump truck hottie for sure. Oh, uh, that last part was okay. Fine, fine. Okay, fine. You can come back to the tribe. You're Armenian. I apologize. <laughs> uh, Zach, to get you over 600. Yeah, baby. If all of you only gave $3, I could reach my $600 today and I could get off the show. Uh, Philip Kelly, uh, she's fake, like a lot of the folks at HQ. Cucks. It just, you, you know, I, I posted, I had, a, I, had a, I had a dear friend bragging to me about how no one knows their stance on woke ideology. And this friend of mine was kind of like bragging to me like it was something like they were proud of because I've hit it and I'm only going to come out and stand up against it when I'm supposed to. And I'm like, I need, to, I need to talk to this friend again and be like, dude, you sound like a bitch when you say that. I'm not, I'm not like, oh, you're so sophisticated and strategic. Do uh have you seen this? This I'm gonna try to get this guy on the show. Blind Joe. 
Did you see this post I made? I know we're going to get in trouble for this for sure. Here we go. Quit trying to take me to task Cause I don't want to wear a mask Or take a vaccine that could maybe make me die They got no scientific evidence To back that crap up All they do is feed us lie after lie That's why I will not comply Maybe it's a little harsh to say she's woke I know she wanted to distance herself from she, she wants nothing to do with me. So maybe my feelings are just hurt. I mean, like nothing. Like, like I think they threw a competition at her gym and like if you were wearing a CEO shirt, you had to take it off. Like that kind of shit. Because I'm close with HQ. Um, Asymmetric Ears get Anomaly on the show. He's supposed to come on soon. Maybe I should get him and Tank on at the same time. And I, I, they can talk and I can just sit back and just be like, Phew get drunk um he's supposed to come on very soon this is a cool song right yeah it's good since back last march i've had an achy breaky heart like old billy ray cyrus so this guy's blind he's got the glasses so he must be been catching a case of the blues from the news around this damn coronavirus now they're telling us we got to keep our chin diapers up, even if... Chin diapers. Got to keep our chin diapers up. We got the shot in the arm. Nobody's talking about exercise or eating food that's fresh grown from the farm. How's that? He does it. He drops the big bomb. That, by the way, that's the thing right there, too. That's the... So there, there's... The, the, oh, 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 oh. Uh, that's the thing. Right there. Those are the those are the two those are the two main um things, right? You need four comorbidities or more to really be in danger. And you have to be over fifty years old, but probably over eighty. That's that that's the big one. And then the other big one is that there was never any advice for the real for, for I can't even say it because I'm getting in trouble. That's why we got uh suspended for a week before. But just remember, there was no mention of um, dietary or lifestyle changes. Those two things alone just make you just go, oh, and, and the Nobel Prize was won for the lobotomy. Mr. Souza, mystery solved on why YouTube throttles us back. <laughs> I said Stacey Tovar's ass was nice. I, I was being positive. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Uh, she went full thirsty after she retired. She was thirsty before. She was selling the butt photos before. She's cool. I'm cool with her. It just sucks that, just sucks that she sold out and fell to that pressure. <clears throat> too many, too many of you doing that. Hey, and here's another reason why. In the short term, like you might think, um, it's smart to do that, but in the long term, it won't. It won't be. It's not the long game. Johnny, Johnny, uh, Johnny uh, Nostradamus, Johnny Damus, Rumble is in our near future. God, I hope not. That platform sucks. Jay Hardwell, I don't think you're right. You're saying Christmas Habit, Abbott has an OnlyFans. You know what I think she has, dude? I think she has like a Christmas fans. I think she has her own platform that she runs like she's the pimp. I should ask her to come on. 
Uh, Vindicate. The problem is with Stovar, she didn't stand up for you. Yeah, but she didn't bury me. She didn't jump on the bandwagon. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't expect her to stand up for me. But but she but but she didn't bury me. She wasn't like, yeah, he was a scumbag when I was on the show. And she's come on to my shows a bunch of other times. It's just more recently. She, uh, it's gotten back to me some of the shit she's she said, and it's like, dude, why are you doing that? Why are you acting woke? You don't need to do that. It's like she's playing some political game. It's like, don't do that. Just be cool. Anyway, anyway, and I do like I I I, <clears throat> I think it's important. Uh, who's I chatting with this yesterday? If you're if you're if you're um an athlete, male or female, I think you lead with your ability. What were the four? These were the four things that um, Chris Rock says you can do to be famous. You could be um, show your ass. Um, you can be um, uh, infamous. That's um, uh, like make a sex tape. Um, the third thing, you could be really talented. So, so, so show your ass would be um, Playboy model, right? Uh, Mia Khalif, right? Infamous sex tape would be um, uh, Paris Hilton. I might be showing my age or a Kardashian. Then the third one, um, super successful, would be um, uh, Serena Williams or Federer or uh, um, uh, um, Joe Montana. And then the fourth thing is to play the victim, right? That's um, Jesse Smollett or um, uh, everything that's on CNN or the guy, the Nike guy with the fro that claims he's black. Um, Josh Kavanaugh. What the fuck's that guy's name? Kaepernick. Kaepernick. Right? So those are the four things. Um, Sevon can dish it, but gets sensitive when it's his turn to take it. Imagine this. Um, imagine how fucking stupid Dan is. I purposely... Pull the comments up that make it so I'm vulnerable and then do a little song and dance and pretend to be offended with some drama and some comedy. But then he says, I can dish it, but I can't take it when I'm the one choosing the comments. You fucking moron. I was just I've been thinking about this. The last like 20 times I've been on the show and then I forget and I forget to write it down about how stupid you are that you don't realize you're being played. And even though I just said it, you still won't. You'll still you'll still you'll still throw me um, uh, uh, pitches that I can alley-oop and dunk and feign uh, humility and uh, kindness. So I appreciate it. I thank you very much. But fuck, you're dumb. 6.5. I bet. That's my earthquake sound. Sounds more like a vibrating pillow. Dan Guerrero, this is an example of not being able to take it. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, so, so if you're an athlete and you lead with, if if you if you want to be a respected athlete and you lead with your ass or your body or your pussy or your titties instead of your physical prowess, then you should expect to be treated as such. You think that's a purr? I meant, to, uh, I, okay, I meant it as, oh, Chewbacca? Chewbacca. 
Daniel Garrity. It always freaks me out when Sevon pulls up Dan Guerrero's comments. Our name, our names sound too familiar at first, but we're both classified as assholes, so I guess it doesn't matter. Uh, you're more thorn in the side, Mr. Garrity. Mr. Garrity. Dan's an entire fucking cactus. If Dan were a weed, I would be like, fuck, maybe I should just use chemicals and spray it so it goes away forever. Um, yeah, why are you leading with your ass if you want to be um, a great athlete? Why? Why? Why are you leading with your ass? I'm okay with uh, Stacy doing it. She's kind of a retired athlete. I think she has balance, some balance. But dude, some of these athletes, it's like, dude, like you're leading with, you're you're basically making yourself look like a porn star first, and then an athlete. And it's like, I, I don't know. I think it kind of takes away from the. It would be like putting the frosting on the bottom of the cake. The weight of the cake would just push it out to the sides. It becomes pointless at that time. I think it's way cooler that like, I th I think Serena Williams is a fucking inc incredible piece of ass. But but if she didn't play, I don't want her to lead with that. I like her because same with Oprah. I think Oprah is a fucking amazing piece of ass. But I like her because she's a billionaire first. If she just led with a piece of ass, I think she's disgusting. You know what? You feeling me on that, Caleb? Ex I'm not saying you have to agree yeah. with me, but you understand the logic. It's a little trashy. I want to know you as a person before I know you as as a piece of ass. Well, yeah, and, and I'm just not attracted to Oprah if she's poor. Oh. Because she's a billionaire and she got size quadruple Z titties. I'm like, okay, let's take you for a spin. Look at I knew Kristen. Yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> and so and so my point being is is if you're a crazy attractive woman or man and you're leading with the ass, uh um when you're when you're an equally amazing athlete, I think it's dumb. Uh, Adam Blakesley, I think that's why Raptus is hotter than Danielle Brandon. I uh, I don't see any um at, I mean fuck Alexis is hot as shit, but I don't see her leading with any ass. But I don't think Danielle goes too far off one end. Do you? I don't think she's like. No, definitely not. She, she yeah. doesn't. It's not like a point. I don't get that from Danielle at all. Yeah. I think you're projecting. Uh, John Wick, Taylor Swift has no ass, but she's a billionaire. Yeah, no ass is no good. Lead with the hog. <laughs> Daniel Garrity, uh, Mr. Guerrero, I have to get on a plane. Please continue being a little cunt. Sincerely, Daniel Garrity. Big gap between Danielle and Spiegel. Yeah, totally. I mean, like, thank you, Mr. Uh, Mr. Pedro. Okay, let's go over to Danielle Brandon's Instagram account. What the fuck's going on over there? I, I, don't, I don't agree with you guys. I get no ho from Danielle. I get no, like, um, not that I get ho from any of these chicks. That was a mischaracterization. I don't get, she's not like just, it's not just about, oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Click on that one of her uh, um, uh, bathing, sunbathing. I don't know. I'm okay with that. I don't think that that's a. 
It's not look. It's far away. It's not scandalous. You have to make the effort to zoom in. You have to pinch that and pull it open in order to be a perv. Yeah. And that's for an ad too. That's to draw attention exposure. So that's the only one. That's just one. That's the only one I've seen so far. One out of the last twelve. Okay, and there's another one. That's two. Maybe the bathing suit one. Yeah, I'm giving. I don't see Danielle. Danielle's not doing hoochie mama shit at all. No. God damn, she's hot. I don't know. I'd like her. I'd make a. I'd change the stat. If I was president, I would change the Statue of Liberty to look like her. <laughs> That's what you would do. Uh, we don't have the funds to deal with the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. I'm going to build a statue off the and I'm putting off the coast of California somewhere. <laughs> um, Olivia, uh, Danielle did show a video of a guy having a hard on for her. What's that about? Oh, that was the video you played it. You said it made you uncomfortable. It was the it's the British guy. What the fuck is his name? I oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't like Sam, that. Sam Cornforth? Yeah, I didn't like that video at all. That shit was hilarious. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. I'm, I'm, the, the, it's times like that that I'm like, maybe I'm old. <laughs> maybe it happened. Yeah, the makeup and the lips and all that—I'm not a fan either. But whatever, I'm—I'm I'm, I'm not a fan in the eyebrows, and I just—I just want to see her natural, all natural. But 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 I accept her. I accept her. Uh, John Wick, that dude's weird as fuck. The the corn 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 uh, why dude, not Samuel Cornway, but the cornhole dude. Yeah. Same oh yeah, that board. dude. I don't like that outfit she's wearing right there either. Why? I don't want to say why. Okay. But thank you for asking. Do you like it? I like for whatever I just I like long sleeves like that. Yeah, her arms look great. Yeah. I agree. I like I like that too. Anyway. Uh um oh man I, this is a good place to hide this cuz I really don't want to celebrate this but this is so fucking this is dude Travis Kelsey's a fucking genius dude Really and so, and so is Pfizer yep they're fucking smart look at um look at 173 the these fucking guys leaned into the Mr. Pfizer joke. Pfizer made him a fucking jersey that says Mr. Pfizer. Wow. Minneapolis welcomes Travis Kelsey with Mr. Pfizer billboards. They're learning. Dude. You can't. Well, the sport, you want to know what the biggest problem with our sport is? <clears throat> that we fucking have athletes that don't know how to lean into shit. <laughs> I thought it was the affiliate. We need more support from the affiliates. We need more affiliates, and more CrossFitters. Dude, this is fucking genius. 
Okay, I'm Mr. Pfizer. Give me the Mr. Pfizer. Yeah, I stand by it 1,000% fully comfortable with him calling me Mr. Pfizer. And then he fucking puts on the fucking Pfizer, Mr. Pfizer jersey, and they got Mr. Pfizer billboards everywhere. Dude, that's just leaning in. Just killed it. Okay, fine. So I am. John Wick, Kelsey don't give a fuck. I think he's just stupid, but maybe he doesn't give a fuck. I just think he's dumb. Dumb's cool. I used to be dumb. D-U-M. Dumb. <laughs> yeah, they fuck. Just leaning into it. That's just cool. leaning into it. So smart. I had no idea. I had no idea that they were that smart. None. Which kind of makes me stupid. Okay, one more. Okay, we'll finish with something racist. Here we go. Uh, one, uh, Mr. Blood Clot. Okay, that's good. That Yeah, that... <laughs> Yeah, let's see him lean into that. I agree. Let's call him that, Mr. Blood Clot. I like it. Let's see him lean into that. Uh, 169, let's finish with... Uh, first of all, this guy, I'm pretty... When you pull this up, don't start playing it right away. I want to ask you what ethnicity this guy is. Because he's claiming one ethnicity, and I do not see it. What do you think he is? Uh... I'll give you choices. Black, white... Hispanic or Asian? Asian. Yeah, me too. That's what I would say. Okay, but listen what he's listen what he's kind of claiming here. This is, by the way, this isn't for this one's this one really is racist. This isn't a joke. I can never be gay, dude. Not because what you're thinking, just because it's disgusting. But if you just, you just, I'm kidding. You can do what you want. Have fun and hell. But if, if you, if you just, if, I didn't write the Bible. What do you want from me? But if you just, I need like that Spanish people are homophobic. So if, if you, if you, if you, I could never be gay. Is he? Is so? Is he claiming he's Hispanic? I don't know. I think. He said he's in. It said he's in Miami, and I think there's a lot of Hispanic people in Miami. So maybe he's just playing to the crowd. I think he said I knew Hispanic people would like that. I think. Oh, oh, okay. He didn't even finish the joke. That's the funny part. He's a good dude. About one seventy. We're not ending the show anytime soon. Although I do have to pee. Okay, this is the last one. One seventy. Here we go. God, this guy is a douche. Yeah. Whose 15-year-old daughter was raped in a bathroom by a boy wearing girls' clothes. And the Loudoun County School Board covered it up because it would have interfered with their transgendered policy during Pride Month. And that man, Scott Smith, because he went to a school board and tried to defend his daughter's rights, was condemned internationally. Do you apologize to Scott Smith and his 15-year-old daughter, Judge? Senator, anyone whose uh, child was raped.
as uh, the most horrific crime I can imagine, and is certainly entitled and protected by the First Amendment to protest to their school board about that. But he was cited by the school board association that's fine, as a but domestic that's not, terrorist. Judge, this is shameful. Your performance is shameful. Thank God you are not on the Supreme Court. You should resign in disgrace, Judge. Scott Smith. You guys remember that story too, right? It's 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 worse than you can even imagine. The 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 boy was pretending to be a girl. He's clearly a fucking psychopath. He fucking assaulted one girl in the bathroom at one school. They transferred him to another school school where he raped a fucking girl in the bathroom. And then the dad went to the school board to to protest, and they fucking arrested him. It's a horrible, horrible story. And yeah, and all the censorship, like censoring the word raped is crazy. Makes me fucking hate the people we live with. He sounds like my 75-year-old aunt. Yeah, Loudoun County. All right, guys. On that note, uh, oh, wait. Should we leave us something positive? Let me see what's this one. Oh yeah, let's uh this is um uh this is a good one. I'll just read this one out loud. It's 174. Here we go. This is from uh James Woods. America is not divided by race, color, gender, or, or sexual orientation. America is divided into the wise people and fools. And fools divide themselves by race, color, gender, or sexual orientation. Damn, that one's good. All right. See you guys. Uh, what's today? What's today? Oh, do I have a show tonight? No. Oh. No. All right. I'll see you guys tomorrow. 7 a.m. Bye-bye.